1: going on everybody it is episode 319 of pop culture crisis my name is brett i'm here with my co-host on this fantastic international women's day would you introduce yourself please
2: hello crisis actors it's mary happy international women's day (laughs) we're some bad feminists up in here we are Uh, and we got a male guest
1: yeah we we don't even have a female (laughs) guest on international women's day coming to you
2: straight on us (laughs)
1: international women's day
3: happy Uh, Congratulations.
2: Uh, Congrats on, you know, existing and being female. It's a
3: good year for women.
1: (laughs) Well, women plus, I heard. I heard women plus now, right? That's the thing? For Mm women. For women. Uh, And speaking of International Women's Day, I I have a quote I would like to read for everyone. I did this last year. Uh, It says, uh, in honor of International Women's Day, allow me to quote this statement made by the great Vladimir Lenin. Uh, the creator of International Women's Day, it was actually International Women's Workers' uh, Worker Women's Workers Day, it says, For under capitalism, the female half of the population is doubly oppressed. The working woman and the peasant woman are oppressed by capital, but over and above that, they remain in household bondage. They continue to be household slaves, for they are overburdened with the drudgery of the most squalid, backbreaking, and stultifying toil in the kitchen and in the family household. So... The, the whole point of international women's day ladies and gentlemen was to get you out of the home submit and to the...
2: an employer and not your husband <laughs> exactly
1: are
3: you saying that lenin yes installed women's day yes he Jeez. did yeah so Holy... uh,
1: isn't that a fantastic way to start your day
3: wow mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, it's fantastic don't you don't you just feel better that's how now... they do
3: it they, they sign those bills and they name them something completely unrelated or the opposite of what it actually does like... exactly
1: Destroy the family day. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't have quite the same ring to it. So. It would have been
2: funny if uh, Tim's birthday just fell on International Women's Day. That would have been by perfect. chance, and then perfect. he would just mog the holiday. Every year.
1: Uh, It just becomes Beanie Day. This would be fantastic. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. Uh, The Oscars have a bunch of controversy given that the awards are coming up. Top Gun Maverick is being called out for uh, Russian collusion. They're gonna prove- They are gonna prove Russian collusion on something or other if if it kills them. They're gonna do it. Uh, Basically there's financing that came from a Russian oligarch and there are people from a Ukrainian special interest group that are saying that that should disqualify it from being in the running for Best Picture at the Oscars,
2: someone cue James O'Keefe oligarchy right now. Oh my gosh, that
1: would be incredible! Right, like, right now,
2: like <laughs> we if need I, that theme song the, to play.
1: The thing that I was most upset about when James got ousted from Project Veritas was just no more dance routines, no more, no more no. singing. Is he is he out, or did he is,
3: did out, he right? actually quit?
2: King of Showtime. They took yes, him off the dude.
3: board and uh, stripped him of his privilege, but I know they didn't fire him. I wonder oh. if he. I think he might
1: have quit.
2: We're i are just, just wondering if there are gonna be any more music videos.
1: That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I want oligarchy 2, electric boogaloo That's what's next. I dude. want that. We need O'Keefe in the next yeah. trash house. I would love to have him on uh, on this show. It'd be really funny to get his take yeah. on on pop culture. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about that, but we're also going to throw in some stuff there about Michelle Yeoh is under fire now as well because she made a tweet that was all about complaining about racism in Hollywood in her bid to become best uh, to win best actress at the Oscars. Uh, and in it, she had some uh, in like slide nine of her carousel of photos there was a mild critique of kate blanchett and one of the rules when you're in the running for best pick or for like an award at the oscars is you can't talk bad about somebody else who's also in the running so she had to take that down Mm -hmm. so we will discuss that as well and donnie yen the other day mary asked us very kindly she said would someone please go find donnie yen's n-word tweets well they
2: they did they actually did it they found his his racism scandal yep He's guilty of blackface guys. So so we
1: are gonna talk about that. (laughs)
2: Not saying that I love blackface. I just love when hypocrites get caught.
1: Yep, and uh, he is annoying. He's he's a little bit annoying. So we're going to talk about that. Gigi Hadid has been forced by Hollywood, as all people are these days, just like white people are forced to ritualistically complain or allow people to berate them for their immutable characteristics. You now have to bow down and admit that you are a second-class citizen for being a Nepo baby in Hollywood. So Gigi Hadid has done that and basically said, like, look, I'm successful because I'm from a rich family and that's uh, that's the reason for all my success I'm not a huge fan of that so we'll talk about that also there is an only fans model in australia who is having a government funded documentary made about her and i just thought it was kind of bonkers that we're now at a place in culture now where i was thinking back to this oh, like the old like um documentaries and things you'd watch in school like i have like very vivid memories of like the really bad documentaries like we'd watch these ones about washington dc and the presidents and they were just so like you know it was the 90s right mm-hmm. so the documentaries were probably made in like the late 70s or early 80s given you know how fast things turn over in the public school system but they certainly have money in australia to make documentaries about only fans models so we will talk about that and also um alec baldwin's daughter uh ireland baldwin is having it had a strip club themed baby shower you heard me correctly strip club themed baby shower
2: so strip I, I, clubs and babies Not things that should mix it, Ever It really
1: shouldn't mix Ever So we will discuss all that We got a bunch of stuff To get into Are you guys ready Mary?
2: We're ready so it- Ready. So
1: ready. Oh, and uh, there's one more thing before before we get going. After my Lenin quote, I did want to at least point out that Marvel had a slight faux pas um, when they were announcing International Women's Day. They they did this thing where they announced uh, strong women in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and they put up a picture of Scarlet Witch and a picture of Captain Marvel. But unfortunately, they put Captain Marvel's picture with Scarlet Witch's. Uh, name and Scarlet Witch's oh. name. Yeah, they they, they mixed the names up. So I wonder you know, if that all was all those a...
2: women. They're yeah. all the same. <laughs>
1: well, it could have been a very mean, like angry, like like red pill dude who works for Marvel somehow, maybe. He did it on purpose. That's that's my conspiracy Wait, Was theory. it one of
3: those posters where it shows like the guy on the left and the guy on the right, but then they put the guy on the right's name on the left and the... Uh,
1: you can see right there. No, like they, they just put the... like So the top oh, one wow, says really Scarlet Witch and one. it's just... Uh, and it's a picture of Brie Larson. The bottom one says Captain Marvel and it's a picture of Elizabeth Olsen. Wow. Not to the same person. Person, is, are what they saying are, are like uh, like like blonde women? Do they all look the same, Mary? Oh, maybe. Are they all, are they all the that's same? That's the
2: implication. At least.
1: That, that, that's what they're saying. It's not a very nice thing to say about women no. on
2: international. By Women's the way, Day. I saw. Did you see this? Megan Kelly linked up with uh, with Margot Robbie.
1: I did. I saw a picture.
3: She
2: took a selfie with her, and they were they were in Utah for some reason. I both like, of them. So I
1: like Just the idea a that encounter. Margot Robbie's like super based in in private.
2: I mean, maybe. <laughs> do you think Margot Robbie didn't recognize? Maybe it's possible. Megan Kelly. I, I, I bet or... a lot, a lot more
3: people are based than two years ago. I think a lot think of people so? have been just shocked out of the matrix. Is Margot in the last Robbie two years.
1: based? I mean, she she's very good at picking her roles, and she's very good at not speaking on stuff when she doesn't need to. Like she, mm. at the very least, if not based, very professional to the point where she knows what's good for her. So, somebody that career conscious, you might be. It might be like fair to say like she's not gonna take a picture with someone who she, she who she thinks would damage her career. Would
2: Megyn Kelly damage? Her I don't career? know. What, I am mean, I'm just imagining the encounter. Like, does Megyn Kelly go over there and she's like, "Hi, I'm Megyn Kelly," and you yeah. you at least that name rings a bell. The name should
1: ring a bell for you. But
2: Margot Robbie also isn't American, so maybe she yeah. wouldn't know. That's that her name.
1: excuse. She's like, "Look, I'm Australian. We have us. We have OnlyFans models getting documentaries. What do you expect me to know about this stuff?" Yeah. I I, it could be, uh, and also if you guys are interested, the good Wonder Woman movie, meaning Wonder Woman one, is back in theaters for one day only on International Women's Day. What movie would you pa- put back in the theater if it was International Men's Day? That's in like November, right?
2: It's funny because like all really? the movies Terminator. starring women are like categorized as movies about women. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: because Terminator is actually a woman's movie. I mean, kind of. The, yeah, the, the Sarah lead Connor. Sarah Connor's yeah. just a, fen- well, Terminator 2, particularly, yeah. is Sarah Connor's movie. The first one's more about mm.
1: the dad. And,
2: but you'd and- have to have all the incel movies, the incel canon like Drive, and uh, Taxi
1: Driver, uh, and I, Joker. A Joker goes back into theaters yeah. on International Men's Day. Uh, well, and Dark
2: Knight as well, you know. Well,
1: hey, that one's fine. That that one, I, I'm cool with that one. That's a pretty like uh, pro masculinity movie, kind of. Brokeback his... Mountain. Did you ever see that?
3: I,
2: they I put that in on the, International I'm, Men's that'd Day. Be nice.
1: That'd be that we were,
2: some, some gay stuff too. Yeah.
1: That and Bros in a double feature. That and Bros, do, yeah, in a double feature, mm-hmm. they could do that. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are looking, uh, it's got a one a one hour and forty one minute runtime or one hundred and forty one minute runtime. I love the first Wonder Woman movie, Wonder Woman two, not so much. Waste I, of page. I've never Gal. seen
3: either of them. I saw clips from the first one and I was enthralled. Yeah, uh, it looked really good. Yep. Chris Pine's phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Uh, the the problem is is like the the charming thing about that movie to me is that Gal Gadot does fish out of water very well, like in a very charming way she she plays like a because she's you know she's never been to like a, the mainland where like men are and stuff like that so she's like a fish out of water and she's experiencing all this stuff for the first time so i like that and
3: then it. in the second one is is she have the energy of like i can't be killed i'm invincible it's furrowed brow like i'm gonna bust
0: i'm the strong no, one. It's
1: toxic positivity in that one like uh, it's it's not good
0: this episode is brought to you by shopify You don't want to They're also to
2: saying, it. um, for, for Incel Day, they want saving private Ryan. They want Fight Club. Fight Club.
1: Ooh, yeah. Fight Club works.
2: Also all the Fast and Furious movies that hey. do like a They just get their own day. What would that be? That would be on International Family Day. Like a, an octuplet is, feature. Is, is
1: International Family Day a thing? Like, I feel like that should be a thing. That should be
3: a It
2: thing. probably is. It's, it's gotta we be a thing. just don't know
1: it. It's kind of like when uh, when you're a kid and it's like your parents, it's like uh, Mother's Day or Father's Day. You're like, when's International Kids Day? And your parents go, every day is International Kids Day.
3: International Day of Family is
1: Mar- uh, May 15th. There you go. So it's on May 15th, that's coming up. Then they've got to put all the Fast and the Furious movies. Like, you have to like literally go through a row in the theater where they just put one on yeah. each screen yeah. and then rotate through. Room.
3: International Kids Day is November twentieth. Oh, it's an actual That's thing. That's so lame. Oh, wow. that,
2: there's an International Day of literally everything. Yeah. Wow.
3: Yeah, Let's see if there's colors. International. Th- there's Green International
2: day. Talk Like a Pirate Day. There, is there, there
3: really? Is. Yeah. International. <laughs> yeah. International Green Day is March twenty-first. Is it the band or the color?
2: It's about climate change.
3: Pirate Day.
2: It's even worse. Yeah. So international it's International
3: like, Talk Like a Pirate Day, September nineteenth. Yep. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> what the hell's going on?
2: It's What's Kick a gender Day?
1: Uh, there's also international throw short person day I, I always hide on that day
3: dog day is august 26th this is insane this dog day after <laughs> international <laughs> movie day let's see if there's one
1: international <laughs> of Do- like dog day should only be afternoon yeah, so it's dog second, day
3: afternoon second saturday of february is the global movie day <laughs> Perfect. I- i'm out of my mind right now Yeah, had
1: a bunch of stuff so all right <laughs> if happening. you guys are ready we will just get right into it mary are you ready yeah okay all right we're going guys Hit so it here we go so top gun maverick uh it's facing criticism because it was funded uh secretly by a russian fertilizer billionaire is a that right magnate, a magnate i love that word magnate
2: uh, his name is Dmitry ribolloyev we'll just call him roblox but we'll call him Minecraft robloxiev <laughs> that's, that's his name how about that uh and, and they're
1: mad because this pro-ukrainian group the ukrainian world uh what is the ukrainian world congress is saying that the fact that they didn't disclose the information and the fact that they suddenly decided not to name a villain in the set in the second uh top gun movie means that it's signed that it could be could be pro-kremlin propaganda they wrote
2: this open letter yeah. to janet yang the president of the academy yeah saying that the Ukrainian World Congress expresses serious concerns over Russia's influence on the Hollywood film industry, Mm -hmm. and they believe that uh, Robloxiev's involvement in funding Top Gun Maverick may have influenced the scripts to... uh, It it resulted in the Kremlin interfering with the script, basically, to remove uh, negative references about Russia to you know in contrast to the first movie making it a generic villain
1: i love the idea of like vladimir putin there with like a red sharpie out, like, like crossing stuff crossing out it. and writing notes really in the margins it's a really
2: far-fetched, dubious idea i mean just because there was one person involved in producing this yep. who happened to be a Russian billionaire Yeah That means that he is like Working with the Kremlin I don't really See the connection
1: Yeah because they point out That contrary to the original film Where Russia is very clearly Like named But that was like Post-Cold War Yeah Like, you know, like yeah. all of our military recruitment Went up like five gazillion so said, percent This afterwards. is hardly
2: a coincidence Yeah Hollywood must be vigilant And transparent of Russian money Being used to further Pro-Kremlin censorship
1: Dude there is no con- <laughs> Country that loves me like the funny thing about this is like when i think about it no place on earth makes more russians villains than american cinema like it's always the go-to make them choice, Russian. yeah you can always sure. make the russians the bad guys john wick russians like every and honestly
2: yeah. you know maybe it's time to yeah. to switch it up a little bit
1: you can't it's racist if you switch it up you can't do that
2: no no i well, mean a lot of people thought that it was uh iran this yeah, time because around. of the because but of the the, who pla- knows? the,
1: f-
3: the it's planes. Impossible
2: to know, and it was left. Ambiguous on purpose. Yeah,
3: you said they suddenly removed a villain. Did you mean like during the writing process or production? They they removed it or suddenly villains, as in from ep- episode from the first one to the second well, one. They just don't have the one enemy
2: anymore. state is completely non. I know,
3: I know that, but you used the word suddenly earlier when you were explaining. Did it get removed in the process of creation, or did no, they never have? They can't
2: one? prove that, but they're claiming. No. That. but okay. also,
1: but also, just that the first, yeah. that there was a very clear villain in the first one, and then the second one, it's yeah. made. They ambiguous. literally have they an Russian idea of like one.
2: Putin flipping through. The Top Gun <laughs> Maverick script. L- yeah, he lifts his finger and and pages through yeah, like it that. and like crosses out <laughs>
1: the real that. Russian collusion, the
2: Russian uh, enemy state, the real and he, he changes it in the middle of the process, which they have no proof
3: or even evidence Happened.
2: of yeah so nothing we,
1: will there be our own j6 committee about about this uh,
2: this like, is gonna be like the years long yeah. deliberation we're gonna
3: get tom cruise on to talk about it
2: i <laughs> guess like i, I guess
1: like well, they could make more british people the villains like british people are safe people to make villains too and, and they always say brit like whenever british people are villains they sound cool so brit, british yeah. like they yeah. don't use, like british soldiers as villains but they'll use an individual british bad guy as a villain, because mm-hmm. everything villainous sounds cooler when you say it with a British accent. Russian artillery, British men. Yeah. yeah. British oh, I've been, I've been watching. I, I went on like a, a tweet, uh, on like a Twitter rampage last night about this show, CB Strike, which is, it's the, it's the TV show based off the Robert Galbraith novels from J.K. Rowling. And it's so good. Uh, that is Brett Recommends for the day, ladies and gentlemen. If you go watch anything, it's on HBO Max um and the two leads in this show are magnetic together and when i talk about like um leads that have to be have warmth and charisma the the guy has the charisma in this and the girl has the warmth and the charisma on the show the actress's name is holiday granger And it could not be more perfectly casted. It is also the second show I've watched in a week with strong redhead representation, which I think is going to become my fighting cause. It's going to be like, for the last year or so, I've been talking about how activism is a bad thing and you should be actively anti-activist. I think I'm going to take up arms for the for the redheads of society. I think I am going to be the redheaded activist.
2: It's weirdly regarded as like kind of a disability. Yeah. <laughs> like because they're such a minority in the world.
1: And they talk about how they don't have souls and that's mean. Stop doing that. It's not nice.
3: I uh, dated a redhead for a long time, and my hair became more red. As we were, you
2: you do have a bit of an auburn look.
1: Yeah, it's my sympathetic hair. (laughs)
2: Sympathetic hair. Well, don't they
1: don't they say that as you um, as you the longer you spend with a person, the more you start to look like one another?
3: I mean, I would think we were just swapping genes from all the sex.
2: Yeah, that 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 truly, must be it. truly
3: my hair got more red, like literally, it was. <laughs> crazy. I do
2: believe that's a thing. Yeah. So, like, the, this Russian guy, this investor, he's actually really interesting. Um, art collector. He said he went through the most expensive divorce in history. Really? Yeah. Oh, in
3: 2014, I was just reading about. His that. His net
2: worth is 6.6 billion, and his divorce is said to have almost costed him 4.5 billion dollars. Take
1: that, uh, what's his name from Amazon? Take. that.
2: <laughs> Yeah, Um, so I I just wanted to, like, make it clear. He wasn't even that involved in the funding of Top Gun Maverick, but he also, you know, was uh, one of the investors in Mission Impossible sequels, uh, Coming to America, and, like, other movies like that. But, like, it was only found out that he was involved in, in funding Top Gun Maverick earlier this year because he was invested in this smaller production company called New Republic that signed a 200 million dollar deal with Paramount which produced yeah. Top Gun Maverick. So it's really not even that direct a, of a connection. It's, it's it seems like it's a very tenuous connection that the Ukrainian World Congress is drawing here. I
1: would also love to point like like it's the very easiest thing to point out like if we're going to talk about like foreign influence on film we could talk about China. They're all the day. ones trying to yeah. wield it by yeah. the way. Absolutely. like the Ukrainian
2: world Congress is trying to collude more than this Russian investor ever tried to.
1: Who, who is that? Uh, maybe what they want is maybe what they're mad about is like they want to get a ghost of Kiev movie made. And this guy won't fund it because he's Russian. Like that's maybe that's what they want. Remember the ghost that of Kiev? Is, that
2: is definitely going to be made. You oh, yeah. Know even though it
1: mean. wasn't true. Like it, they're like, it doesn't matter if it wasn't true. It's going to like based, okay. based on a supposedly true story. Right. The ghost of Kiev. And that, like they don't even have to come up with a better name. You can just call it ghost of Kiev. Mm. Be great. Uh, so, so what was it about the art? It was like $53 million in art or something like that.
2: He sold, yeah, back in 2014, he sold a Da Vinci piece yeah. for like hundreds of millions do- of dollars more than the asking price, <laughs> which smells like money laundering. So you, that's how you make that so you can get Top Gun Maverick made. as a Russian investor, you know? Also, it, it it's is... a necessary evil.
1: Does it say something about America that it took a Russian investment to get a pro-America movie made?
2: <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, clearly that country has more of a spirit of... of patriotism and not so much self-restraint and self-flagellation about it
1: like tom cruise went to plenty of american investors i'm sure and they're like whoa 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 i I don't know about all this like well i
2: think they do have faith in tom cruise as a leading
1: man they're like yeah the male doesn't look like a big doofus and there is no strong independent woman that saves the day how can we expect this to make any money and then he points out that those movies never make money anyway. And they're like, hey, 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 hey.
3: I just looked into it. It turns out the Ukrainian World Congress is actually a charity. It's a nonprofit. So it's not the Ukrainian government. Yeah, I mean, they not may be related to President Paul M. Grod is the guy's name or Grodd. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. I mean, it only came out that this Russian investor was involved because of a dispute with in between the financiers of the movie. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with like usually I wouldn't think that. Uh, producers at that level are involved at all in the creative process?
1: Uh, I mean, that depends. Like, uh, some of them, I mean, at the very least, some of them have very specific ideas about what they want out of these movies because they know they want to make their money back. So they will wield yeah. a strong, like, exclusive power over a lot of these films. It depends on how many financiers are on a project. He didn't
2: have exclusive power yeah, no. over it. And he was the only Russian investor involved. wonder
1: if he's worried about that knowledge. loss. Remember that lawsuit that was going forward about the lady suing it over, like, the rights to the story because her husband wrote the original Top Gun article? Yeah.
2: So there's got to be some development with that but i haven't seen anything else on yeah
1: it. so uh but beyond that like to me nobody's calling out chinese investment in films like i'm not seeing any of that like and there's way more money from chinese production companies being funneled into hollywood than there is Russian. I'm sure.
2: Yeah, it's just not as politically advantageous for Westerners to point that out. No, because
1: I I was pointing out yesterday, like, between Tencent Pictures, The Hawaii Brothers, there's like three or four of them that are like big ones where if you go to enough movies, you start to notice the names at the beginning of these films. Like, you'll you'll notice the same production companies. But
2: do "Hmm." those films serve china's political interests in any noticeable way Uh, generally like like in
1: moonfall like including the mandarin nanny yeah i do think at the very least it, it does or the better example would be like what did the first version of the script look like did something get removed that would have made china look bad whether they like i watch a lot of old tv shows like even firefly um like has like Talk talks about China, and you'll notice old TV shows mention China a hell of a lot more than modern TV shows. If it's talking about a foreign power mm-hmm. in a negative way,
2: to the extent that this rumor is true, true, it just shows that you know people know the power that media has over our brains mm-hmm. and our our opinions and taste making. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it is uh, what they're making it out to be. But um. From from another perspective, Michelle Yeoh yeah. is trying to frame Janet Yang, <laughs> president of the Academy, for uh, running a racist institution.
1: Well, yes. What could be more racist than getting nominated for Best Actress uh, at the, I mean, at the she's, Oscars?
2: Michelle Yeoh and other people involved in Everything Everywhere All at Once have won so many awards for this movie, but it's never enough. Nope it's never enough recognition because they're like maladjusted narcissists. She, Michelle Yeoh posted this uh, screenshot of a Vogue article in one of her Instagram carousels and she had to delete the whole post because it's against Academy rules. Yep. Um, here's what it said. Detractors would say that Kate Blanchett's uh, performance is the stronger performance. The acting veteran is indisputably incredible as the prolific conductor Lydia Tarr but it should be noted that she already has two Oscars for Best Supporting Uh Actress for The Aviator in 2005 and Best Actress for Blue Jasmine in 2014. A third would perhaps confirm her status as an industry titan, but considering her expansive and unparalleled body of work, are we still in need of yet more confirmation? Meanwhile, for Yo!, An Oscar would be life-changing. It would absolutely not be life-changing. Her name would forever be preceded by the phrase Academy Award winner, and it should result in her getting meatier parts after a decade of being criminally underused in Hollywood.
1: All it proves is that it really has nothing to do with meritocracy or actual talent. If you hate Hollywood so
2: much, then go, go work in China. Yeah. <laughs> but Legitimately, somewhere where you know they won't be so microaggressive towards you,
1: but they it just proves that they don't care about who's actually the best performer, they care about what the social implications of winning the award are.
3: Yeah, shocking that the award ceremony itself is a performance,
1: yeah, in a lot of ways. So they're saying, like, look, yeah, it would be great, but look, she's already won one. Like, there's a, a guy who used to show up to, like, okay. He was so good at competing, right? He was so good that eventually he would go to these contests um, and they just wouldn't count him anymore because he was so much better than everyone that it just didn't make any sense to like just let him. He was a pro and everyone else competing was kind of an an amateur. I mean, they
2: should probably take a similar approach when dudes are in women's
1: yeah right like just like uh, like give them like a first place trophy but put them off to the side but just don't announce that it's like not actually first place like okay yeah you won but then why am i over here why are the why is there three people on that podium too oh i don't know and then just don't explain it to them yeah so they don't care about who's actually best they don't care about who actually should win the award because it's not about winning awards anymore
2: michelle Yeoh obviously posted this to be a cry bully yep And to imply that if a white woman of a similar stature in Hollywood wins this award against her, then it's because of structural racism. And, you know, it's not even always about merits. Sometimes it's just like random chance and like people's intuition that leads them to vote a certain way. Yeah. You can't blame that on racism if you're intellectually honest.
1: They they talk about that like maybe the start of this was like when they finally gave Leonardo DiCaprio the Oscar for the Revenant, when clearly he should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. And they're like, uh, oh look at he filmed this movie in nine like there's a comedy bit, like a stand-up comedian who says who talks about he's like, oh he filmed the movie for nine months. He lost thirty five pounds. He's like He's like, that's great, but maybe you should win the award because, like, you're the best person for the job. I think you seriously under, because he gave me like $20 million for that movie. He's like, I think you seriously underestimate what I would do to myself for $20 million. I would get down to 35 pounds for $20 million. Like, but they didn't give Leonardo DiCaprio the Oscar for The Revenant because he was the best performer that year. They gave it to him because it became a thing about how every year he would be nominated and then he wouldn't win. So that started dominating the narrative anytime he was nominated for that award. And the moment that you make some type of exception and don't give it to the best performer, but give it to somebody else for weird socio-political reasons, you kind of prove everything, your entire premise of your award show to be false. Did they give uh, Will Smith
3: an award the night he assaulted Chris Rock? Yes, he did. On he won, stage. Best, yeah, he did.
1: won Best Actor. After he, and then gave a speech about it, too.
3: Yeah, and everyone was like, awkwardly, people in the crowd were like, I guess I just play along. Yeah. Well, yeah, and they, a sham. they had
1: no idea what to do with it. And like, To be he fair, he probably should have just not gone out there.
3: Yeah, you strip that. Yeah. You strip him. You kick him out of the building and strip him of his award if you assault somebody on stage. I mean, geez, it's crazy that they would give him that kind of. It's his turn.
1: I mean, I didn't think right. he. De- I, I don't think he deserved to to like go to jail or or if Chris or, wanted to press charges, he's like uh, take it to him. Dude, he hit him on stage. Well, now he's like Chris Rock is like uh, actually that's funny, funny because Chris Rock is like speaking out about this like right now. His
3: new comedy set. Have yeah. You guys talked about it.
1: Yeah, and uh, no, like I mean, it's it's come up, but basically, some people were saying he goes too far. Good. It, uh, and other Does people he strike some,
3: Will in the face? Because that's what—that's well, not far
1: enough. But apparently, Will Smith was trying to convince Chris Rock uh, and other black actors to boycott the Oscars that year before uh, this happened on stage. Of Jada, yeah, uh, very Jada likely. Pinkett
2: Smith. Who I've said this um, off the show, but I'll say it again is exactly like the archetype of that wife who thinks that you're never making enough money at the office. Bob at the office got another raise. Well, I heard that your coworker, Bob, yeah, he he got a raise. And now his wife, Linda, is going to the salon more often than I am. He's like,
1: baby, I want you to go to the salon more often. She's like, well, we can't afford it right now. Maybe you should
2: (laughs) stage a boycott. So now Will Smith at the behest of Jada decided, you know, to stage a boycott of the oscars
1: well so not only did they not boycott and they
2: boycotted him
1: <laughs> they, yeah the, but not only did they not boycott it last year also they're having donnie yen this year and donnie yen is in trouble for wearing blackface uh many years ago no least.
2: way uh, the, there it is the chinese national who yes. wanted to lecture westerners on how racist and exclusive they are yep is actually guilty of racism Shocking. and racial stereotyping.
1: It says, uh, "Who it's...
2: could have seen that coming?" <laughs>
1: it says i can see the academy thinking it would be so cool to accent wins by asian uh by asians asian americans by having one of their own present the oscar but donnie yen is is not just pro beijing as hong at hong kong's expense but the u.s is as well so it's stupid by choice and then they somebody includes the photos down So one of them
2: he's in blackface and then on the other one he's wearing like a Bindi and a turban. Mm. So he's like doing an Indian face. It's
1: giving uh, Trudeau, it's giving Trudeau vibes. It definitely is
2: giving Trudeau. From
1: those photos. Remember those photos?
2: (laughs) I mean, look, it's almost like the the preachy celebrities are compensating for something in their past. Uh, Every single time.
1: I wonder if a lot of them like wake up every day just terrified to check the news alerts to see like what's being said about them that day because they're worried about like eventually like everyone who was celebrity in like the in the late in the early 2000s probably has something especially
3: awful if you're to from China yeah. China
2: is of course yeah but racist against black people
3: blackface was like 1915 sambo like caricature makeup paint where they'd put like red lips black literally a black black makeup on their face and then they'd act like idiots on stage just having like paint on your skin is not necessarily blackface so I don't want I, like, like Robert Downey Jr. I'm only holding to
2: the standards that he's holding the rest of us to. That's it's
1: true but if he made no other comments uh, about any of this it's like whatever it's part of his past yeah, but yeah. He, we're holding him accountable.
3: So basically. you
2: said like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. but it
1: wasn't
3: blackface sure. just because he painted his face black doesn't mean it's blackface in the sense of what blackface is which is sure, the insult right. of people. like he was playing a character that was in black makeup. Yeah. Um, right. So it was like I I I don't wanna I I don't wanna demonize painting your face. We
2: understand the distinction. People at the Academy of the Oscars do not recognize any such distinction and they will preach to the rest of society from their ivory tower in Hollywood about Uh, racism. Yeah, Joshua French says- But at the same time, they're guilty of it.
1: Joshua French says, why does it matter? People are too soft and get offended too easily. Nobody here is offended. We're holding Donnie Yen to the same standards that he's holding everyone else to, which is absurd because he the wants to complain. The son of a Kung
2: Fu master yes. is mad that he has been racially stereotyped as an Asian in John Wick 4. Yeah. Forced them to change the script and his wardrobe in, as a result. Yeah. That's
3: a, you fire people like that. That's insane. Well, they
2: didn't. They no. appeased him. They appeased uh, him. Well, and he bragged he about it afterwards it and something. still brought it up as a way to put them down.
1: That was the part that upset Phil the most, right? Was It wasn't that they, that they change it, It's that they change it and then he still called them out for it in the press. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's so, well,
2: his name in the movie was supposed to be Shang or Chang or something, and then he made them change it to Kane. And at first he also had a wardrobe that was more stereotypically Asian in his estimation. Yeah. They westernized his look I'm at his first, behest. I've
3: never heard of this guy until today. Who is he? Is, yeah, is he, he like a famous or he something? He does a lot of
1: Hong Kong Hong Kong based movies. Okay. Uh, yeah. But he's like he's pro he, he's like pro Xi Jinping. Like, yeah, so people are are yeah. wanting
2: him banned from the Oscars as well because yep. of his pro CCP sympathies. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. No,
1: that won't happen. That's um, that's going to be fine.
2: But yeah, I just they'll,
1: they'll have no problem allowing him to be. I'm there, holding I'm sure. him to
2: the standards yeah. that he claims to uphold.
1: Yep. All right. We got some super chats there, Mary.
2: Yeah. Steve Ryman said, "Mary, yesterday you asked about Nick Cage's true surname." It is Coppola, as in Francis Ford Coppola, oh, name change, nice. possible, possibly to avoid nepotism claims. I forgot about that. Wow. I completely so he agree. is a Nepo baby. Yep. Is that true?
1: I mean, at a certain point, I I disagree. Like, once a person reach a person reaches a certain level of fame, I'm just I think saying that, in the colloquial uh, sense. Yeah, like, but the thing is, is most of that industry is hugely incestuous yeah. and full of people that they hire based on people that they already know and who they were married to. So it's very hard to make that claim. It's like it's probably safer for Hollywood people to me- to make that claim because so many of them have that against them. Like yeah. very few people just make it on their own there. A lot of them come from people with the, it's not, it's not even so always so bold or so simple as like somebody like being related to a Coppola, but you might have a mom who worked in a casting department or, or somebody who worked on set that just getting that initial foot in the door maybe doesn't make you a Nepo baby, but gets you connections that other people spend their whole career trying to get.
2: We'll talk about that. We'll talk later. about that next. Yep. Andrew Jacobs said, "No pop culture Chris kiss today." <laughs>
1: uh, no, not today. He 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 said no that on Burt Twitter man? the other day. Yeah, no Bertman today.
2: He said, "What did he say on
1: Twitter?" Yep. yep. What did he say? Uh, he was, uh, Chris kiss on Twitter. He said that's what they should call the Wednesday episodes.
2: Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hobbit said, "When is International Pop Culture Crisis Day?"
1: Um, that's a very good question. That's when would that out. be? He looks at it, up, he's like, what, what, what day is it? December 2nd, here, I, I've made that claim. December 2nd, that's when I've, like, when we recorded like the first episode. So we'll say December 2nd.
2: I am what I am said, why did Mary terrorize Wesley like she did? If you're okay, Ian, blink twice.
1: Blink twice.
2: That wasn't me. I
1: can't blink. You, you, uh, did, how did you terrorize Wesley?
2: Um, we, we did a bit in the vlog. In the vlog.
1: It's yeah. on YouTube uh,
3: slash Cass Castle right now. Mm-hmm. And Wesley asked for it. <laughs> yeah, literally.
2: Ryan said, God forbid we mention the edit they made to Red Dawn from the CCP to AP. Wait, uh, I forgot.
1: I, yeah, I forgot about that. That was a long time ago. I, I, I'd have to look up what it was again. But yeah, they, they, they made reference. a bunch of changes. to that. I know what you're talking about, though, man.
2: Micah Hegland said, one, two, three, four, I declare Ooh. a thumb war. I haven't had a but thumb war, we can't war to... do it from this far away.
1: Yeah, well, eventually we'll be able to do that through, like, uh, like AI. you will have to have AI thumb wars. It, like
2: uh, VR thumb wars. Ap- VR thumb
3: wars. Apparently, when Red Dawn was in post-production, they changed the invading army yep. from Chinese to North Korean to maintain access to the Chinese box office. Yep, that's what it was.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh, also, uh, speaking of VR... Did anybody ever watch, well, Mary, would, uh, did you ever see VR Troopers? It was like a Power Rangers knockoff. It ruled.
3: Really? No. Was, was it actually in VR? VR?
1: It is, no, no, it was not VR. But it had a great theme song. Everyone should look up that theme oh, song. No. We are. Great. Uh, let's do one more, and then we'll move on.
2: Hobbit said, why call out Chinese investment? You racist, bro?
1: Yeah, that's us. That's, uh, that's us here, apparently. Yeah. Uh, how dare you have an opinion on something? Stay in your lane. That's what everyone says, right? Stay in your lane. All right. We're moving on. So Gigi Hadid, uh, she's a model. She has a sister named Bella Hadid. They're both models. Uh, and she is saying that she is a nepotism baby. She's admitting it because, uh, it's led to her $30 million worth of success. I admit that if I made $30 million, I'd probably have an easier time self-flagellating as well. (laughs) If you've got that, uh, that nest egg, right?
2: Yeah. The trust fund. Yeah. Um, she is the daughter of Yolanda Hadid, who is a former model, and she was also on The Real Housewives. Yep. Um, and her father is a property mogul. Uh, I believe he's like a Saudi Arabian. Descent.
1: So it's about the mom being the model first. That's Could what makes you a nepotism that. baby.
2: No, no, he was okay. Her, her father was born in Palestine. Yeah. Um. So she did this interview with the Sunday Times where she said. I think because they prodded her to say it, yeah. technically I am a nepotism baby, and uh, I, that's been kind of maligned recently, because not only is it like seen as um, an undeserved privilege, but it's also like connected to race and like yeah, so all it, this extra baggage. It's like a new
1: way of doing white privilege to have people in Hollywood, so they can get more people to grovel before them and admit that and get, take their lashings with uh, with a smile.
2: I well, the thing is, uh, nepotism from your parents or grandparents is a hell of a lot easier to prove than privilege that you inherit from being like white. Yeah, in America. Oh yeah, like, like that's the- way easier to to prove uh, as like a direct like reason why you have your wealth or opportunities compared to just like. Oh, unconscious bias or some like Jaden Smith term like that.
1: Yeah, you can you can draw a direct line between Jaden Smith's ability to succeed.
2: And there are plenty of mediocre nepotism babies. Like yeah. it's a thing. They people who don't transcend their parents the the privileges they were given
1: i almost feel bad for those like like if i was if i was somebody who was who had like a parent that was prolific in an industry i don't know if i would want to work in that industry as well right depends on how
3: good you are at it but what i'm saying like it's great at it you take advantage of it and you you dominate the scene
1: like john david washington is proving himself to be a great actor but like very few people in the history of the world are ever going to be denzel washington like that, like you can make a career for yourself. You can be great at what you do, and he is a good actor. But Denzel Washington is a once-in-a-lifetime talent. So, like, imagine having to like, like maybe he like didn't want to like acting. Like he ended up liking it, but then gets pissed because he's like,
2: I don't. Like that's the problem with like regal bloodlines and stuff. Maybe that, know. maybe
1: it's a little bit different for somebody who's parent like who's like lives closely with that or like who interacts closely with that person. So they kind of get a little bit more perspective and distance than we do from like the celebrity aspect of their family because they see their parents differently than we do. But in the case
2: of Bella and Gigi Hadid though, they've been groomed to be models and in whole the entertainment lives. industry since they were babies so
1: it's gonna happen with the kardashians kids with yeah northwest and when like Bella Hadid about
2: specifically didn't have the facial features that you ought to have as a model they just surgically changed her it's pretty easy
1: we can fix she it she got
2: her first surgery at like 14 Oof, she that's... got her nose job when she was 14 years old i'm pretty sure she's actually said something about it, regretting it but it's mm-hmm. like it's not even you sh- who should regret it. It's your parents who who signed off on that yeah. and probably encouraged it. That has
1: to be damaging to your psyche to your parents to not just tell you you're you're beautiful the way you are when you're 14.
2: Right. I like- mean <laughs> maybe you're you're beautiful. You're just not the the type of Beautiful that you need to be to model clothing and, and makeup and all of this stuff. Like, is it in a way is that like them is that giving a problem?
1: Giving her the harsh truth very early on, where they could have said that rather than like, I don't know, like that's scary to me. Like that they're like that they don't just like uh, I get. You can it see her a bad as thing. a kid
2: on red carpets, yeah. old photos of her, what she used to look like. She looked. Um, a lot of people think that she was specifically. Um, like the plastic surgery was specifically aimed at making her look like, um, I forget, this, this other model who was like famous in the 80s,
1: and, 70s, and at what 80s. And at what age were those surgeries?
2: got her first nose job, I believe, at 14. That's
3: talking about Yolanda or the daughter? Bella.
2: Bella. Bella is Gigi's sister.
1: Like, that has to be damaging to a kid to hear that and then go under. The... Like, surgery in general can be a traumatic experience for anyone, let alone going under it for reasons that are directly tied to your self-esteem.
2: But now she's got the fox eye thing where they, like, pull up your eyebrows and your, your corners Did of your eyes. Did she do the buckle fat? Oh, yes. she oh. got that one, too. She's gotten fillers everywhere as well. She looks good. <sighs> Pretty good. They suck the fat from one place.
3: I think she looks like a robot. <laughs> this is terrible. I hate this stuff.
2: You looking at Bella right now?
3: Yeah. Her I cheeks mean, all messed up. Her she's eyes look she's. Weird. she's
2: as models tend to be, what gay men think of as an ideal woman. And that's yeah. oh, that's, so that's just what the business requires, Cut I suppose. Cut up and
3: stretched out, I, I, I can't stand so it. I think real people are the most attractive people. Gigi hey,
2: went on to say that while her parents came from very little, she's always acknowledged that she came from privilege. My parents told me just because you have parents who were successful, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't walk into the job being as nice and hardworking as you can be. I don't think I'm the prettiest person in the world. Some Botox could probably help, but I'm not so obsessed with caring that I want to do anything about it. I simply don't believe that she's had nothing done.
3: Yeah. Who are you talking about now? Gigi, Gigi
2: is the one that, that was in this. Oh, interview. the blonde
3: girl. Yeah, I mean, she looks like her. Girl. Her eyebrows are funky looking in that picture. I don't know. <gasps>
2: they pick, I just I don't I believe like, that oh, she... any of these people are all natural. Like no. I don't believe. So she Gigi
3: claims she's never had any kind of plastic Nothing. surgery at all. Nothing. I mean, she's
2: claiming no Botox. She's really claiming that she's never had Botox. I I don't believe you've never had injectables like it's just not a thing anymore in this industry. I also
1: don't like, but here's the thing: I don't like it when when you put these people on their heels because, like, as, as annoying as these celebrities can be, and they can be very annoying, like uh, a lot of them won't get the credit when they work hard. Yeah, I'll
3: right? give her. I'll give Gigi the benefit of the doubt. If she's coming out and exclaiming that she's a nepotism baby. Then maybe she. You. You, you hear that?
1: Yeah. Then
3: hear maybe it? she's got s- some genuine energy.
1: Well, I'm saying, but, like, just because you come for money doesn't mean you can't be respectful of other people and work hard. Yeah, right. And I feel like when you, when you force these people to. A suspect. Name that movie? Can you no, name I've me? never. I don't... From the first Scream movie. Oh yeah, I've saw that multiple Jamie times. Jamie Kennedy is apparently very based. Get so. him on the show, yeah, he would dude. Be, I, I, shot, I, I shot my shot. He did not respond, sadly. He will. Uh, eventually. But uh, maybe he'll answer on Twitter. I, I sent him a message on Instagram. Um, but like, like when, when, you, when you tell them from the start, like you're privileged so all your success means nothing. And that's what the, that is what the, the jealous people want, right? They want you to feel bad about your success and that prevents people from wanting to even work hard. Like, if you're rich and famous and you don't have to work hard, why would you want to work hard if people are just going to tell you you got it all given to you anyways? That actually happened with Nick Cage when he got abs for Ghost Rider and people accused him of, like, uh, having them CGI'd on. He goes, I'm never, I'm like, I'm never working out for a movie again because people are just going to tell me that I faked it.
2: Well, okay, there's one angle of this discussion which is like... Mm -hmm people's fatigue with um celebrities demanding that we celebrate their mediocrities What do you mean? I mean celebrities demanding that we celebrate their mediocrities. I mean that's exactly what I mean.
1: In in like can you give me an that example? That they
2: they do nothing of note, yeah. nothing extraordinary and expect us to swoon. It's like Do you think that's why That's they... something we're tired of. That's a, one of the reasons the nepo baby discussion started. Then, on the other hand, there are times when some people genuinely are uh, a cut above the rest in a certain field, and then no one wants to admit it to themselves out of jealousy, and they attribute it to undeserved privilege.
1: Do you think that that's why celebrities get involved in, like, activism and politics? Because it's a place to direct their energy?
2: Yeah. And that's where this this article went, actually. It said... um, when Gigi and Bella are not modeling, they are getting political, using their platforms uh, derived from being nepotism babies to shove left-wing politics in everyone's faces. Who wrote this And then article? they cited Gigi Hadid's impression yeah. of Melania Trump at the AMAs in yeah. 2016, which was actually really cringy. Was it? Yeah. Did you watch it? I didn't watch it. She, it, it was really bad. She just did the squinty face and sucked in her cheeks and, and just was like, my husband. It was not good
1: not good Uh, and they got in trouble because they talk about Israel-Palestine and that one's always causing problems in Hollywood oh right yes yeah they're like but I think that a lot of celebrities get involved in in activism because it's a place for them to put their energy where you have to be praised universally all the time uh, and that way people can't make claims about your privilege because you're like well look at me I am using my privilege so that I can help this cause that I care about
2: do you know about the um, Albanian pop star Cabal no like there's this theory it's not i mean it's not really a theory i guess it's um it's a fact that there there's this group of albanian pop stars i think it includes dua lipa ava max um rita Ora, bb rexa oh well, i
1: actually know all of those names
2: um there are other ones in it but like there are like <laughs> it's proven that a lot of their grandfathers and fathers knew each other <laughs> at one point or another and uh it's like it's like a joke but it's not a joke it's like they all have like they have like colliding interests, yeah. and they like protect each other's careers and give each other connections and opportunities. It's why
1: you have to be weary anytime anything comes out with celebrities, because there's so much more that goes behind, like goes on behind the scenes that you'll never know about that allows this stuff to come out. Like anytime any story comes out about anyone, my question is like, who approved the story? Who does it benefit? That's how those award ceremonies are too. They're such. I mean, they're just they're just shams. Yeah. They're, they're all like
3: popularity clubs that people that know each other. It's if you piss of somebody exciting. off, you'll get you won't be invited, that kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Like well Will Smith is not coming back to the Oscars anytime soon because he couldn't keep his hands to himself. Oh wow. Well, uh, well he got dissing. he got banned for 10 years um from the Oscars. So Jada will probably go anyways cuz she doesn't have any respect for her husband. I wonder if she'll bring a date. She will probably have an (laughs) entanglement that night with with some friend of Willow's or some friend of JD's. I really
3: don't want to pile on Will for having a wife that just dominates him and cheats on him, but man, he hit Chris Rock and that pissed me off so much.
1: Everyone loves Chris Rock.
3: Dude, Chris Rock is the man just taking it. He gave him the
2: material, you know, you can't blame him for using it in his special. Oh,
3: I adore him for using it in his special. Yeah,
1: people were like saying like he shouldn't be doing this. I was like, what?
2: It's his trauma or whatever you want to call it. He needs to cause that kind
3: of physical pain that Will caused to him back on Will through his mind.
1: And that's where comedy comes from like from personal experience and in your own struggles right like a lot of humor is born out of something like that so what else is what else is a comedian supposed to do in that situation only a truly like not creative person would say that you shouldn't use that to your own advantage like right, only exactly. somebody who doesn't understand the benefits of creativity and if he hadn't if he
3: hadn't talked about it i'd have lost complete and total respect for him thought he was a lapdog but i mean it's just chris rock standing up to be a man that was awesome
1: Maybe one day they'll enter that slap competition together. And they can they can finish this they off. They should do a skit of that. That'd be funny. They should try and defuse it. Dana White. Know. Dana White can be there with his wife.
2: Will Smith should probably just try to live it down at this.
1: He's gonna have to like yeah. he will he, have to like I, and eventually to be fair this will go away like I, like he's gonna be alive for a long time he's gonna make a lot of movies still this will be a footnote in his career yeah. I haven't
3: down seen the line. him be genuine in an interview no. have you he just no. like no. has that fake smile yeah that's what, I think that's
1: why he particular like I think he's that's in, why
2: he, he's in the sunken place Yeah. And that's why
1: him in particular was so offensive on YouTube because YouTube is all about, you know, individual creators doing their own thing and being as like honest and forward as possible. And there's nothing honest, forward or real about a Will Smith mm-hmm. performance on YouTube. You don't, know?
3: don't make me look bad, J- Jada. And then it's like, dude, you're making yourself look like Idiot. I
1: wonder if there's like videos of like her like like moving and he like flinches.
2: (laughs) Probably. I
1: bet you. Yeah. All right. We got some super chats there.
2: The last of my kind said tombstone for International Men's Day. Hey,
1: that's a good one. Or or rewatch Deadwood.
2: I am what I am. Said Beth Dutton has won International Women's Day. Scary Mary came in a close second. All right. Disco Jensen said a remedy for Hollywood. Drop ESG D.I.E. mandates. Restrict celebrity press and social media engagement. Re-engage merit-based practices. Thoughts? All Easier said than done.
1: Yeah, I say all the perfectly, all, all perfectly reasonable, all exactly the right path forward, all far easier said than done from an industry that's as deep into ESG funding, has as many... Um, rules put in place now regarding equity based hiring policies in Hollywood. They've restructured
2: that are, all of these voting committees. And
1: they're directly tied to their financing and to their tax credits. Like, you can't undo that. Like, I don't know if there's, like, outside of maybe moving Hollywood away from California and starting again.
3: The no. movie industry, yeah. You need more different movie industries that Hollywood will then replicate. Like, Hollywood's just a, a road in Los yeah. Angeles. And in then an area of the in, city
1: to be fair like atlanta is big for movies now chicago is big for tv florida has a gives does a lot of tax credits when it relates to film and entertainment but it all comes back to companies that are located in california
2: and get tax breaks yes. from california yep. wyatt caldenberg said uh, award shows made sense when theaters ran A and B double feature movies newspapers could run ads see new movie plus last year's Oscar winner the award shows made money today they are meaningless
1: when was the last time you think they made money
2: award shows yeah off of just ratings alone or like yeah
1: I guess guess, uh, off ad revenue
2: (laughs) is that what it was
1: Uh, I I would assume like or promotion for the next year's project
2: I don't even know where the money to put them on comes from
1: Pfizer (laughs)
2: Do they Sam have, Smith have like, specific Pfizer? sponsors does the Oscars yeah. Yeah. attain sponsorships
1: well I mean they, they have sponsors that that uh, that sponsor the live broadcast
2: okay that makes sense
1: but that just gets the funding for the for the live broadcast
2: hmm. Nick James said I've always wondered as a white guy I have very curly hair Italian heritage. Am I culturally appropriating just for having natural curly hair
1: no. Don't let, and You're don't fine let, just the way you are. And don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Let's do one more. Uh, and then...
2: Okay, Joshua French said, I didn't mean to imply you all were soft. I just mean people in general.
1: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. uh, we, we you would hope that people would see through these types of things. In but I think part of it is also, for me is like, I look at Hollywood as like, they're like a different species. They're not, they're barely, the. They're, they they don't
3: exist in the Savages, same world.
2: Savages, barely even human. They don't
1: live in the same world we live in. Look at Gigi, man.
3: Look at the like, misery in that girl's face. Her no, eyes I want to be dead. fair. Uh,
2: Breitbart
1: chose literally the worst possible photo they could have chosen I for her. I searched for her and was looking
3: yep. at, I mean just the misery even when she's smiling you yeah. see misery in her eyes that industry strips people of their humanity in and their it, essence. it it objectifies them and te- teaches them that if they don't look a certain way they're a failure well it's also her mother industry. did
2: that yeah. like I, I still will like bring up this clip where she gets on the mm-hmm. phone with her mother Yolanda Hadid who is also a model and she says that she feels like she's about to faint and her mother says go get two almonds and chew them very slowly. That
1: is so creepy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and speaking uh, of being objectified, let's let's move on, shall we? So uh, there is an, an OnlyFans model named Renee Gracie. She started out as a supercar racer uh, and she's having a documentary made about her that is being funded by the Australian government. And
2: it, they, so she, she went from a racer to an OF girl? Yes. Because sometimes it's like you start as OF and then you move to something else.
1: No, no. She, she, she started her OF to fund her ability to get back into racing after injury.
2: That's really sad.
1: Uh, but she became like the highest grossing OnlyFans model of any woman in Australia. So it's in a, Australia, it's a, it okay. is a 2023 success story, if ever there was one, right? Uh, it's... <laughs>
2: It's so sad that, like, out of financial desperation um, and like fear of sur- for survival, people started doing this.
1: Yeah. Well, and in in a way, is the government not telling you that this is like the right thing to do if they're going it to make a document? Them. Yeah, it benefits them, but also you pay that...
2: them more in taxes. They don't have to give you any yep. social safety net.
1: So it, it's called Revealed, and it's led by an all-female creative team. Course. Uh, cool. I don't know how that's legal in, in when, when they're hiring in their hiring practices, but maybe they were all the best woman for the job.
2: Promises to be a compelling yeah. story about exploitation, empowerment, and resilience. So here's my question. Showcasing what women have to do to succeed in a male-dominated industry. And
1: that's a meatball in and of itself to talk about. Uh, we we'll use
2: <laughs> Renee's individual experiences yeah. to explore these themes and shed light on the challenges that women face in such industries.
1: Is the idea that women can only succeed succeed in male-dominated industries if they sell their body on OnlyFans? Is that what I'm supposed to take from this?
2: Are they claiming the adult entertainment industry is that hmm. industry? The, is the male-dominated? No,
1: industry? no, they're saying that the racing industry is the male-dominated industry, and for her to succeed and get back to it, she would have to sell her body via OnlyFans.
2: I'm wondering where the exploitation is. That, no, that's is that's my completely... actual question. Said
1: she chose to do it. What's how is she being exploited?
2: Like she had the choice to quit yeah. being a racer. Yep. Or to figure out some other hustle that she's able to make money in. Yeah.
1: So it says, Renee Gracie began her career racing uh, as a go-kart racing star and became the first female to complete to compete in the Australian Porsche Carrera Cup in 2013 and 2014. Uh, after two seasons, she began racing professionally racing V8s and supercars and was the first full-time female competitor, competitor in the category in 14 years. In 2015, her Bathurst entry with Simona Di Silvestro was the first all-female combination to uh, to contest the ra- the great race since 1998. Despite breaking records and achieving such feats Renee found herself struggling to make a place for herself in a heavily dominated male industry and eventually retired in 2017. Okay so she didn't get injured so she retired because she had a hard time uh, getting ahead and as we know what I guess what they're saying here is that the only way to get ahead if you're a female is to what sell your body. Sell
2: pictures of your holes on <laughs> on, I
1: mean,
2: the internet. on the internet.
1: Yeah that's what they're saying. Uh,
2: But if anything, does that not exacerbate the problem of your, you know, exploitation? Yeah. So-called the stigma you face doesn't that add more stigma?
1: Yeah. But also, like, who's who's exploiting who? She's making a business decision, and the product she's selling is herself.
2: You know. It's interesting that a lot of these OF women um talk about how we need to destigmatize sex work when like they're an example of like the lowest stakes version of yeah. sex work and have no ties or you know relative um common experience yeah. with actual prostitutes um who like work the streets.
1: Is it like the gra- the like, grass is always greener like the the women working the streets are like I would love to think, be able to do what you're doing?
2: Yeah, do you think that the the actual like sex workers would want their industry destigmatized? You know, right? Like yeah. they're like <laughs> is it, are those the because clearly they're not the outspoken activists talking about normalizing sex work.
1: No, they don't have the time uh nor nor the platform they're, to do, do so. they're
2: busy um you know selling access to their body to survive in this world if anything
1: they probably find that kind of infuriating that somebody else is taking some type of grandiose moral stance on something that they're doing just to make just to survive
2: and that is a microcosm of the entire industry if you will even you know like force it into one monolith
1: yeah but also like for a lot of stuff like this is like uh, is there going to be a documentary one day about the, the female dominated porn industry that men have to fight to survive in where they're where they're selling their OnlyFans subscriptions for far less than the women are doing so. And then we can talk about the gender well, wage gay men gap are in probably. Uh, then we can talk about the gender wage gap in porn.
2: Gay men are probably getting more uh the same amount of
1: That would be an interesting um, thing to to figure out.
2: But where- I mean, well, actually, also like the porn industry, as far as the executives who yeah. are in charge of it, it is male-dominated. Right? Yeah. Um, well, the, in the performers the, in the... are. Yeah, it's different because the performers are, are mostly female. Yeah. The females get paid more, more, but that's like.
1: But the majority of the money isn't being made by them; the it's being made by the companies. And, yeah, and absolutely. Profiting
2: off of the content.
1: Yeah. But do you male, think it's weird usually. that the, the that this would be funded by the government at all? Like, uh, does it? Does it cause you concern that they would look at this as something worth highlighting?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Where do they, how are they funding it? Are they uh,
2: and... Is it? Is this part of the funding coming from Screen, the government and Sc- not the entirety of it? Yeah.
1: Screen Australia, which funds a bunch of documentaries, got like head a Head of
2: documentary. Yeah. They have a head of documentary yeah. in this.
1: So Screen Australia got like a bunch of government funding to produce a bunch of documentaries over the next few years, which is where this is coming from.
2: I- so... The head of documentary, Alex West, expressed pride in supporting uh, Francis Elliott, Samantha Marlowe, and Cody Greenwood, saying that they have a proven track record crafting engaging documentaries, commended the upcoming documentary for a shining shining a necessary light on gender inequality, stigma, and prejudice in sport and beyond. So, is it, and For here's, sharing honest insights into here's the Renee's question. empowering origin-turned-comeback story?
1: If somebody doesn't succeed, it isn't always prejudice or stigma. Sometimes you just don't succeed.
3: Yeah, I mean, was she a good racer? Yeah.
1: Like, she, she was apparently okay, but that's not the same thing. Like, in a competitive industry... I don't get it.
2: The fact that they're trying to spin this into some kind of happy ending yeah. for her life.
3: This is not happy looking. I mean, she's got a fake nose, fake lips, fake boobs, big, huge hips. I don't know if those are fake hips. It's that's like, that's just disgusting. <laughs> Every, yeah, well, dead.
2: everything about her is fake. But she's not, uh, I mean, being... F- <laughs> where does the exploitation come in that's what i'm
1: that's my that's my honest question how is she being exploited are we just removing any and all uh personal responsibility from a woman in this in like she in the world to make disturbing. her own choices she exploited her own body yeah. she she exploited herself she also
2: has an incredible amount of expendable income if she's spending this much money on artificially constructing her body yeah. I, um,
3: I, I I try not to hate or to get frustrated or upset with people that do this to themselves, like that just yeah. cut themselves up and inject themselves. And oh, God, but it's hard not to. Like, I, because I, if I meet them, I want to help them find, love themselves so that they stop injecting crap, botulism into their face. But yeah. at the same time, like watching it from a distance freaks me out. It's disgusting to show little kids that and make them think that this is what they're supposed to do.
2: Right. And that this is also like, what appeals to people on OnlyFans. It's so fake. The boobs are
3: so disgusting. That's just so, and that's the world we're, human.
1: we're pushing towards right like as people see their bodies as a commodity that they invest money in because they're making their money in, a, in an industry like this where you're using pictures photos videos of yourself and that's your income stream and they're and they're told from a young age like look it's never too early to start thinking about plastic surgery because there's problem areas you can look at i don't remember what we were talking about last week the myth of pro, like problematic areas which you can start focusing on getting preemptive surgeries done to prevent yourself from aging And then there was the article the other day about what's her name, Daenerys Targaryen, uh, Amelia Clark, and like they're mad at her because she's not getting plastic surgery.
2: And so it comes from different like corners of the internet. Ones that you know say that you know it's it's condemnable to get all of these cosmetic procedures to be fake. Yeah but then if you don't you hit the wall and like but yeah. there's different people saying different things and you're all like facing contradicting things and you need to have like a sense of self in order to not listen to them but
1: um And that's what everyone was saying about Amelia Clark like why yeah. are why are people being mad at her for embracing her age and not artificially changing herself and embracing what she looks like as she gets older.
2: If anything taking a selfie in like horrible lighting just shows how detached you are from caring that's awesome like that's a in good a way thing, in right? a way yeah that's awesome So why are you you know negatively reinforcing that but um i think uh, like as an especially sinister part of this documentary coming out is that it's showing an opposite trajectory um for only fans so like you should go into different industries in order to pivot into OnlyFans, yeah. rather than you bring the fan base. The with traditional you to structure, which is starting in OnlyFans and then using your platform or the money that you've made off of it to pivot into something else. So most like, of the
1: people are doing it the other. I most saw, of the people are are going to OnlyFans once they have built yeah. a fan base from an outside from a structure outside of that industry.
2: I saw this. This one interview from this girl who... I think we we talked about her on the show. She talked about, you know, how she's done all these disturbing things, like requests for videos on OnlyFans and how, like, you know, she comes from this background of a bunch of trauma that made her, like, sexualize herself. It's just obvious things that, you know, you should probably assume if somebody thinks it's, like, a good idea to sell your, your body online. But she's she's trying to pivot into becoming like a like a boxer or some MN, MMA fighter or mm-hmm. whatever which is a good thing like find something else that you're passionate about that you like doing Ooh. and you know take the money and run while you still can even though it's too late you know your those images and those videos are always going to be out there you, there's a there's a female like,
1: boxer who uh, ebony bridges who has like a an only it's a fans, different one but ebony bridges like whenever she does she's like like a world champion and advertises her only fans when she does the weigh-ins and she's famous yeah. for doing her weigh-ins in lingerie as like a way of like psyching out her opponent yeah and selling her and and, uh, and promoting herself so it's like like to me I, I'm not gonna hate on them for for I finding am. a way to. I know, I, I know. Like, but for somebody like, like, why not? You for know? for somebody like that who's very successful in another industry, hers seems to be that she has a problem with the fact that she's like wasn't able to reattain the same success and had to turn to OnlyFans to become successful. Right? She left one industry and joined another. Ebony Bridges is one who's like. If you're doing a construction
2: both. worker who yeah. gets injured on the job, do you have the option to make an? OnlyFans. Suppose you do. It's just
1: uh, will it to uh,
2: will it actually get back you on your money? feet? I don't think so. No.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> it doesn't work always. Somebody
1: says only graphene in the chat. Only is, graphene is that URL. It's gonna be the number one. Well, time to buy that competitor. One. Yep. The uh, Russell says only graphene. So I was we're gonna have to wondering how
3: how much money has OnlyFans made in the last three years? Or... I'm
1: guessing uh, several billion dollars.
2: I'm shocked that not so long ago they had plans to make mm. it a yeah. PG-13 mm-hmm. platform.
1: They wanted to turn it into, like, regular, like, prom- like content with, like, like content Patreon. creators. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And then they immediately went back on that Yeah, decision, so much. Like, 900 million.
3: Yeah, they made 900 million two years ago. It's so profitable. 20%, they make 20% on every transaction.
1: 900 million at the height of the pandemic seems low to me.
2: But you can't, like, fund a comic book pitch? I'm, no. Like, I'm so... <laughs> done with this like clown world we live in
1: it's a double standard yeah oh somebody mentions mandy rose yeah mandy rose basically she got fired from wwe for making her only fans like style content right and now she makes more money like per month than she was making like she makes like in a month what she was making for wwe in a couple of months she's very very successful in the wrestling business um she was, I just like, saw oh, this champ
2: this random tiktoker mm-hmm. Who makes like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month?
1: That's on what OnlyFans. Mandy Rose was making on hers. Hers like, wasn't OnlyFans; it was like some other like it's alternative site. But yeah, but if you're but coming when from when is the
2: bubble gonna burst?
1: I don't know. Like does the bubble? And I mean, why is it? That, I don't know if the bubble on sex work bursts. I don't.
2: But why is a woman's like nude photos or videos even like valuable anymore when it's well, that's what people so always say available everywhere oh
3: that's a good point with the with the deep fake porn industry on well, the horizon that too,
2: but also just that you know anyone can leak what you've put on your OnlyFans, and uh, there's free content everywhere
1: but here's the, that's why you build up, that's why they want you to build up, or that's why people want to build up their profile before doing it because then it's not just about the, the fact that you're naked, it's the fact that you have a, a bankable persona before you do it. Yeah,
3: people want to support you no matter yes. what you do kind uh, of thing. So,
1: so there's a novelty in the fact that you go from one industry to another and your name had recognition and value before you started there. It's different, however, if you start in that industry and all you're known for is that. Right. So they're different things.
2: Someone said tons of simps out there.
1: Yeah, th- yeah. there is in a lot it's of It's like,
2: like when um the pickup artists out here on, on social media mm. talk about how you should like, you know, get married and settle down with children, but they're the exception. They have to, you know, continue running game. Well yeah, because they have to but help. The you. OnlyFans chicks are talking about how there are no good men around. Meanwhile they have thousands of simps subscribed to their their OnlyFans page. Yeah, who are essentially undateable men. Yeah, like no woman with self respect should be anywhere within like a mile radius of these dudes who subscribe to OnlyFans, like at all. Yeah. You're like these are the people like ruining dating right now for that, normal guys? people.
1: Uh, at the very least, like they're like they're not the they're not doing their own lives any good by by having a maladjusted idea of how to have a relationship with a woman. Yeah, you could be investing that money in a girl
2: and this is personal by the way if any of you listening are subscribed to someone's OnlyFans page just know you're undateable that should what would
3: be your advice for those people
2: <laughs> I mean what, what can I say if you, you want to live that pathetically like that's your choice but I mean you're undesirable and undateable to any woman worth anything
3: do you think if they cancelled their OnlyFans account they'd be more dateable
2: Well, yes yes and, and on just, both sides and learn the creators to, and the subscribers yeah. to them like all of them
3: i guess there's nuance because if if they become more miserable in the short term after canceling their only fans account because that was their i don't i don't even care about this okay. the exceptions Whatever. don't matter
2: <laughs> all right we got some we, got some <laughs> we make generalizations yep. here greg duvier said buffy the vampire slayer for women's day movie
1: yes uh well i would i would watch the show um, for I, I wouldn't want to watch the movie. I, I've only seen the movie like once, but I'm I'm now like watching the show, and it's it's like my favorite thing on TV right now. Uh, like my favorite show to watch. San Is that Hulu. the old one? From yeah, the 90s? from nineteen ninety seven. Um, oh my gosh, it's 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 freaking great. Really? Yeah, it's it's incredible. You know, I kind of lost once the uh what network was that on i think it was on upn but i'm not sure
3: there was this like slew of hercules xena, xena. warrior all these yep. like low budget kind of like digital all video filmed in, like, new,
1: all filmed in like new zealand and were
3: they all dv is that why they all look weird like <laughs> low low quality were they digital oh, video like, i don't know early video? no i don't
1: think that was were they were on film they would still have <laughs> been on film on like, I, i'd have to look into that more but like i i love the old like all that old stuff like that so. I, got, I never got into those yep.
2: Clint said, howdy people, hey, hey. Mary, good sup plan. Ian, love you bro, Brett, that's interesting, I wish I knew what Brett said, that
1: uh, was interesting. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Um, <laughs> oh, I didn't <laughs> even mention, like, we're, we're turning the luck around on this hat today. Yeah. Yeah, I'm turning this, this is a bad luck hat, I'm turning the luck on this hat around and making it a good luck oh, hat nice. today. Yes, we're working on it.
2: Steve Ryman said, nepotism isn't always bad. Jesus wouldn't have made it big (laughs) if his dad hadn't turned out to be connected in high places. Just a joke, that is all. Thoughts, Mary? (laughs) Um, I mean, I guess that's true. There you go. Insight of the Ages said, they don't want you to be you. They want you to be they. They want us to idealize mediocrity. They want to destroy uniqueness.
1: Uh, is that why all the models look the same, and why mm. Kanye West's new uh, girl looks just like Kim Kardashian from a distance? And they're they're all just basically clones of one the another. The
2: Instagram and the OF models, yeah. they all look the same. They do. Fashion models look different.
1: Yeah.
2: Because gay men find them.
1: <laughs> uh, let's do one more, and then we will move on.
2: Bobcat said there is nothing wrong with being creeped out by people who have undergone excessive plastic surgery. We evolved the uncanny valley for a reason. Totally agree. But I thought that was for, like, uh, you know, being repelled by humanoid apes.
1: Is that what it's
3: for?
2: So that we wouldn't reproduce with, like, standing, like, bipedal apes. But I could be totally wrong yeah, about Yeah, probably that. like Neanderthal no and all that stuff. I have no idea. Stay okay. away
3: from the Denisovans.
2: <laughs> Next thing is uh, Alec Baldwin's daughter, Ireland Baldwin, recently threw a baby shower for herself that was strip club themed. And it might have actually been at a strip club. There were strippers on poles with prosthetic baby bumps strapped to their bodies.
1: Society is falling, ladies and gentlemen, and, and Hollywood yeah, is responsible. Like, things,
2: are, things are just getting really weird. <laughs> I looked at her Instagram page, and the comments are like mostly positive, not really acknowledging how weird this is. I'm going to
1: scroll down so people can get an image of these photos so that I don't have to be the only one who had to look at this.
2: Yeah. Well, no, go to the posts yeah. and, like, show the um the fake baby bumps that they're wearing. That says Baby's, Baby's First, First Strip, Strip Club, Club. Ladies right and there. gentlemen. And then on the flyers, it says Holland's First Strip Club. That's her daughter's name because you have to name your daughter after a country. What
3: is this? It's the girl with the Baby's First Strip Club. It's a girl with a bunch of champagne bottles. Yep. So she's been drinking. Wait, and is then this the next one? Have
2: the... Oh, it's... Yeah, look, the, yeah. the the last one, prosthetic baby bumps on the on, on the, the hired strippers.
1: Society is falling, ladies and gentlemen. Things are falling apart.
2: Why are we sexualizing pregnancy and like baby bumps? Yeah. That's that's really weird. It's weird. The prosthetic bumps are weird. Then she also took this picture in her next post of her pretending to give birth to her friend. Yep. All her done. friend like got in the fetal position and like stood herself in her like between her legs like she was giving birth
1: yep you guys all friends. have to look at this because i had to look at this today so other people have to look at this it's not and just she's us
2: like wearing lingerie and she's got this wig on she's throwing money around it's all very And her protest. dad killed
1: someone like less than a year ago
2: like this, th- this family is very strange
1: yep there, I took the pictures off the screen so people don't have to look at it forever.
2: Uh, and then, like, just remember <laughs> these are the people
1: that lecture you and tell you that you're a bad person based on, I guess, who you vote for uh, or what your beliefs are and what your religious beliefs are. These are the people that are Ew. judging you harshly. Who, Ireland?
2: Her, her caption said, no. way too many of these to post, but it'll have to come in parts. My family, er, my friends, and family threw us a very traditional baby shower. As you can see, I wouldn't have had it any other way. I was showered in booty, and then the other post said, "Baby's first strip club extravaganza."
1: Not kidding. Baby's first strip club. We are, like okay. This is one of those things, Mary.
2: Baby's strip clubs, not not compatible. I don't can, do those things together.
1: I can like gaslight myself sometimes into thinking like everything's going to be okay. Days like today. <laughs> are not those days <laughs> these are the days where i'm like it's not like i'm like we're screwed aren't we no
3: nah, this, this has always been like this with like crazy lavish like gluttonous rich people the, the, i think of the romans like
1: yeah but now this stuff is available like that stuff was sectored off from the public now now normal people see it and want to uh and, and want to idolize it
3: or puke like yeah. I, can't, I don't i have no interest in idolizing Drunk stripping with babies in the womb. Oh exactly. The
2: Hillary hell? Duff was there for some reason. That's not
1: good. We love Hillary.
2: Like Hillary I thought Duff. She was I cool. thought she was cool.
1: Come what? on, Hillary. Like, like it just feels like as somebody who is not religious, it is yeah. not not really a moralist in any way. I look at this and I'm like. You have to make it so hard for me to feel well, that's like
3: why, I'm like uh, why is there that picture of her with the champagne and I'm the guessing she wasn't actually toilet.
1: drinking
2: right it, she it, has this cake at the shower that has a Barbie doll with a toilet and a bunch of champagne bottles I'm implying that she's drinking during pregnancy and
3: is she puking or did she have an abo- a miscarriage into the toilet it like no, what's
1: this No coat hangers in the photos I noticed so that's good So there's
3: no abortion but no. like th- did she have a miscarriage or is she puking from being too drunk with the baby in the womb, like what? What is know. this disgusting imagery? I, I'm, I, I'm all for ripping yourself apart if you want, but like, what is it? What? what yeah. When there's somebody else the that, that, that you're that you're she responsible has, for? Probably she has a bunch of friends that are strippers and wants to make
1: sure they don't feel bad about themselves. Ultimately, is well, that it? I mean, I just think probably. it's like she, I don't she think she was actually. Dr- I don't while, think she no. was actually drinking. I think the other people were actually right. drinking. Right. Like, like that's actually the that
2: taboo. That seems one. like the worst part. Like, why would you want to? Th- have someone throw you a baby shower and you're the only sober person there that yeah. seems boring yeah
0: Weird.
2: well I, I
1: i've learned to like be she's, able to like, go like, to parties and be sober she's
2: like stuffing bills in her bra and stuff like Holl- this isn't a, a like a bridesmaid's no party you see a picture you know, holland's like, first it's not a strip bachelorette club. party yeah, holland's first strip
3: club and, and, and it's a, a picture it's a it's a what is that a, a, a not a mammogram a uh Sounds like one, photo.
2: Of her, one of her uh, ultrasound Ultrasound
3: picture. That's what it yeah. is.
2: Yep. So look, the kid's look at that. Name's like, Holland. Yeah. Well, her name's uh,
1: Ireland. So <laughs> the baby's name has to she be She said, Holland. I'm
2: Ireland. So another country name because we wanted to keep it consistent. And then I love the actress Holland Taylor. I've always loved that name. Thought it was such a classy, beautiful name. So we're going with Holland.
1: Ugh. <sighs> Maybe great. think about not having She has a great future sh- ahead of her, yes. clearly. Well, uh, uh, the kid will have money. The kid has that going for it. But other than that, it's a probably. a very loving
2: s- grandfather. Who will
1: probably call it names on voicemail. She's got the kind of dad that could kill someone and then hire <laughs> yeah. a lawyer
3: to get him off. Yeah. Well, the grandfather. I mean, the maybe grandfather this, is,
2: this is what happens when, um, like, this is the kind of behavior you can expect from your daughter when you. You know, call her up on the phone and call her a selfish little pig and make yeah. threats. Oh, this is
1: the selfish
3: little
2: pig. Her. Yeah,
1: that's <laughs> that's this person.
2: That she, he made those threats when she was like twelve. Yeah, and now she's twenty-seven. Shocking. She didn't turn out completely normal. She didn't turn out very normal. No. God,
3: Alec well, such trash is Hilaria Her mom or is it uh, the previous? It's Alaya.
2: <laughs> is her stepmother.
1: Elnadia. What's, what's her real mom's name?
2: I'm not sure. I don't remember. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and meanwhile,
1: Alec is off, like, trying to not shoot someone on the set of Rust 2 Electric Boogaloo. I guess they're not on the sequel yet. They're just finishing the first one. He
3: screamed at his 12-year-old that she was a pig. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just one thing that happened to be recorded. Yep. Like, what did this girl go through growing this up? This is
2: just so low class, and it doesn't come as a surprise, obviously. And um, this is, it just
1: bothers me, because these are the people that act high and mighty.
2: But it's like... Once again, like, you can't tell me this isn't trying to sexualize children and childbirth. Or at least, yeah. Pregnancy. Her mom
3: is Kim Basinger.
2: Oh, yeah! Holy Uh, crap! Basic
3: instinct. Yeah, I forgot
1: about that.
2: Yeah. It's sort of like, oh my gosh, this is like really sick, but we were just talking about OnlyFans. There are women who sell videos of their, like, births Mm -hmm. on OnlyFans, and this is considered, like, legal, not CP... Not against their TOS, as far as I know. Haven't heard of them receiving any consequences for it. And there are people with like fetishes around this stuff who are obviously PDF files. And we're just not talking about this. Like, I'd rather be more cautious. Like, I'd rather be overly cautious about these things than not cautious enough.
3: Yeah, I don't like throwing stones at people for their behavior, but when they put it on the internet, to make it public, I have no choice but to comment on it. She's looking yeah, for you're, put, you're putting it into the public, not us. Like, she wants no. the
2: negative attention. Yeah. Um, I dated
3: know. a stripper for five years, man. It's not a good life.
2: Hmm.
3: It was horror. Horror on a weekly basis. Just terrible, terrible relationship stuff.
1: Would she have been at a strip club, for, at a baby's first strip club baby shower?
2: Did she feel... How did she feel about being a stripper?
1: She hated
3: it. She wasn't a stripper when we started dating. And after a couple years of dating, she was like, I think I'm going to start stripping. I said, I I think you might get addicted to the money. I don't think it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. She goes, well, I'm going to do it. And I went, oh okay, you are you, I am me, yeah. live your life. And every weekend, if not every weekend, but often she'd be getting ready for work, taking two hours to get ready. She'd start crying because she didn't want to go in. She'd go in, she'd come home early crying, blame me for it. Uh, was well, it
1: because the money was too good that she kept doing it?
3: The money was so good. She'd work two hours a week and make like $1,000. Okay. It was crazy. I'd work like 40 hours a week and come home with like $480 or something yeah. or $700. And uh, but I mean, the stuff she did, she wouldn't even talk about it. She would like grinding on dudes, like talking like genital na- nakedness, cocaine, constant drugs, uh, mm-hmm. girls, just catty. And, and I went in there once to, yeah. to just to be like, I need to know what my girlfriend is doing. Yeah. I want to be part of her life. It's just a disgusting environment. Sunset strip.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, at least you discouraged it.
3: You know. Yeah, man, the whole time I did, but it, it would like, if I tried to discourage it, it would make her more upset. So I'm like, uh, right. what am I, this is a weird situation. But she to be feels in.
2: the same way. So the money I don't was know. so yeah. addictive. It's just, that
3: OnlyFans stuff. I,
2: I don't like the way that this incredibly privileged, literal Nepo baby, Ireland Baldwin is framing going to a strip club as some kind of like feminist empowerment stance. Yeah. Like that's what a lot of of like middle-class white women think is like going to a strip club is like super feminist and empowering in your sexuality or whatever when really you're quite literally funding the exploitation of other women and also in this case glorifying thank you guys making a big joke out of it yeah making a joke out of pregnant women stripping
1: yeah, it's sad.
2: Like, that's Woo! horrific, actually.
1: I was actually, it's, it's, I don't remember who I was, like, oh, it, was, it wasn't somebody who's even, everybody, somebody that I know that, that, that isn't involved in, in this world, they're not involved in politics or anything like that, but they posted a picture of, like, something the other day, and they had to, like, cover up their feet in the photo, and it said, sorry, no, not, like, you don't get this, and I just remember, and I just, and I had, like, one of those moments where I'm, like, I'm so glad I'm not a woman well, on the Well, I feel like
2: <laughs> when you decide whether or not to cover your feet in a photo, it's like it only makes sense if you sell feet pics to cover them, right?
1: But she doesn't. She just doesn't want to give people, like... Material? Yeah, like, well, then, in
2: that case, you kind of, like, you can't avoid the fact that your image is on the internet and yeah. anyone could, like, interpret it any way. You know what you
1: gotta do? You gotta get those, those boots, those red boots we were looking at.
2: Yes Oh my gosh They actually are still In pre-order stage right now So they haven't been Sent out to anyone I might like Look on them Like the resale websites To try and find The Astro Boy boots A
1: guy That skates 3D printed a fake pair and put and made like a skate out of them. 3D
2: printed Lent, like them. a fake like, and
1: they and they just broke right away but it was incredible. No. It was incredible.
2: They're okay. really cute.
1: Yep. So what you got You got me
2: thinking about them. I was literally looking for them this morning. <laughs> I was looking
1: for like, them. Like so what this. you need like if you're going to hide your feet pics and you're going to keep or 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 if you're an industrious young woman who wants to eventually sell your feet pics, you have to hide them for a long time to build up their value. So you got to get those
2: boots. I I wish that they came in other colors than red, though. I wish they came in, like, white and black, maybe. I mean, the they would
1: look... I, I feel I like the red the makes them... You, have you seen those boots? What are they I'm called? looking at them now. Like the Astro... Astro Boy.
3: Astro Boy boots? Yeah. You could paint them, but, I mean, that would wash... That would, yeah. wouldn't yep. stay. You could, like, etch them, laser print on them.
2: They're, like, $1,500 or something.
3: Really? I'm seeing 80 on 150
2: the, uh, 40 I don't know. They might be, like, scammers.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah, fake
1: ones Jesus, Maybe $2, like $2, the, I would
2: get so. reps. I would do it.
1: Eventually the strippers will have them at the strip club
2: It's <laughs> super sexy They're like super trying to rouse trying to pull something off Red
1: boots trying to pull a uh, pull a layer of clothing off and They get stuck on the boots and they can't get it off <laughs> and it's just really awkward and uncomfortable. better better
2: than those giant stilettos
1: uh, I, You know uh, both probably very difficult to, to walk in
2: you know, I I don't know. I think they would feel like Uggs. They look comfy.
1: <laughs> so okay, then just too hot. But uh, Like by the end of the the night, you're like, oh man, I got to get out of these things. They, they're, <laughs> they're they're too hot. My feet are my feet are getting yeah. cramps, and they're shriveling up from the Astro Boy boots.
2: Well, overall feeling bad for this unborn child yeah like like imagine luck, like, out there dude, like,
1: but just think about this like <laughs> back in the day you'd look at like pictures like my family took a lot of photos like we have lots of photos from my first communion from every family gathering that was a big thing in our family boxes and boxes of photos mm-hmm. um thank god this kid does not have to look at bo- like what is doesn't one day like go into a closet and find photos of this of uh, of Holland's mom, like, why was my mom at a strip club when I was being born? What, and then, Or, like, imagine, like, no context yeah. finds the picture of the mom holding a thing of alcohol. It's like, that explains a lot. Why am I in remedial classes <laughs> in school? Oh, because my mom was drinking at a strip club during my baby shower.
2: Right. Another thing is I wanted to point out um, this uh, photo shoot was done by Mark Hunter of the Cobra Snake. Brett hadn't heard of them mm-hmm. Uh, this guy Mark Hunter but Ian have you no. heard of the Cobra Snake he was just known like in the late 2000s and early 2010s for like party photography of a lot of different celebrities including like Katy Perry um, and like this one model named Corey Kennedy that he like kind of found he like scouted um, but you know, like, he's like bringing back the sleazy aesthetic
3: yeah I'm looking at his Instagram right now it's
2: coming
1: back Sleazy aesthetic,
2: coming back.
3: Mm-hmm. Guy pouring sparks on his face. It's yeah. a lot of, like, sweaty yeah. imagery.
2: Definitely <laughs> is focusing on, like, the sweat and the grime. But it, that's not really the vibe that I would want at a baby shower.
1: No, maybe it like, time and a place. Like you can do this later. I still discourage it, but maybe do this later. Maybe
2: at a bachelorette party. Maybe.
1: Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe she just forgot that it wasn't a bachelorette. Well, this party. This is what
2: chicks who don't get married before having kids are gonna do. Yeah. yeah. If Th- you feel like you didn't get to party enough, yeah. you're gonna have your bachelorette party yeah, while you're pregnant. Is. is
3: she married? Is she single mom? I doubt it. This is a bachelorette party. I looked but at. But they just called it. A it is a essentially a bachelorette of her party. Her and
2: her husband, but I don't think it's her husband. They don't have rings on. Yeah. So. This is just the state of millennials, I guess. She's in a
3: relationship with Andre Allen Anjos.
1: One of the comments says, It's crazy we have to say stop sexualizing children, and now we have to say stop sexualizing the preborn
2: literally yeah
1: like what is this country
3: coming to baby's first strip show is a strip
1: club baby's first strip club uh, like look look, ask me who's like who's who's always out here like i'm not trying to judge people like oh and and now and and then this stuff happens and i'm like you're testing judge people more testing my ability to be like Like, maybe this isn't a good thing, right? Like, maybe a little bit of forethought could have gone into this and been like, maybe my child will one day be embarrassed about this. No? No, do you not care what's going to happen to the kid in the future, or by the, or is the idea that by the time this kid gets married, it's going to be that much worse? So, like, she'll be like, back in my day, we barely did this at our, we all we did was have our, you know, have our, uh, baby showers at strip clubs. Now, like, now, what's going to happen? What comes after this? It'll be ten times worse.
2: Yeah, it looks like it. Ugh.
1: All right. Now that we've blackpilled everyone, we've got some super chats there. Also, I do want to talk about the Katy Perry thing after this. So, oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, it's over 9,000 said, Ian, I recommend you check out a YouTube channel called Unknown Five. It's what really got me interested in world history.
1: Thanks. Okay.
2: Unusable Alpaca said, aren't Russians Asians? Ukraine must stop Asian hate and, you know, war or whatever.
1: Ah, AAPI. <laughs> I forgot about that.
2: Yes. Mark Reyes said, I just went to an Amazon Go store where you can walk out with something and it's paid for. The future is now and I got Twix.
1: I said, somebody what made like that? a, it's like you, you go in the store and it just charges your Amazon account. As you walk, yeah, there's no, like, there's, no there's no cashiers. There's no cashiers. There's no employees. It's like, you go in, you take whatever you want. And when you leave, your account gets charged. They have one in Portland, right?
2: Uh, how do they know who you are?
1: Facial recognition. I don't know the answer.
2: They, but you don't give facial recognition to Amazon. Wi-Fi, like,
1: like I I, 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 I don't know. Like, would it be facial recognition? Would it be like Wi-Fi? Like, does your phone connect when you go in, and and uh, in, in, like it connects to your Amazon account? It
2: sounds gimmicky.
1: Yeah. I don't know well it's like why would anyone like and then like people in the the well, fun... it's only so
2: you vastly underestimate the cost of the the things you're walking out with also
1: it's, it's gonna be funny one day like in Portland a bunch of people like there's like a riot and they break in and, <laughs> and they all get charged after they leave with everything right like they leave with a bucket of Twix like this person bought one Twix they leave with all the Twix and their card gets charged well, for, like thousands of to, dollars
2: you have to scan a barcode on your phone at
1: least. oh yeah, so, okay so right as long as they don't scan Get, like the, as long as they don't scan it okay yeah Mark Reyes, an app tell, on your, us,
2: tell us how you do this they're
1: saying an app on your phone a qr code gets scanned okay but it would be funnier so it still
2: very easily get looted it's still funnier
1: if a bunch of people get charged no if they've all been in there to shop before and then it's got like a memory so when you walk back in via wi-fi connection you don't have to scan the barcode again so they go back in they they steal a bunch of stuff and they all get charged for it yeah i
3: think i was talking tim was talking about going into one of these stores and they were like Testing yeah. the security just yeah. for like a documentary or something they were doing, and they found out they 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 were able to steal pretty easily. And then the when they talked to the people, they were like, "Yeah, but the the loss that we incur by theft is overridden by the amount of money we save by, by not, not having to have employees. people shop." Oh. Yeah, no,
1: when I when I worked at Target, basically the mm-hmm. idea was like they didn't stop. At the one I worked at, they didn't stop people who who would walk out with stuff because it does more damage to the store's reputation to have constant. Uh, confrontations at the exit making a bunch of soccer moms feel unsafe than just letting them leave with the merchandise is just written off into the lost prevention column. I of thought the, that of they the would keep
2: track of people you know. Oh yeah, no,
1: there was pictures in the in the back room of like the, the frequent people, so then in the future the idea is like if someone's like a repeat offender, they would call the cops if they saw them come in. Mm. And that's assuming that the people in your loss prevention department care enough to actually do their job, but you know.
2: Joshua French said, Ian, if you want the UFO to spin without the wobble, position the air blower about five inches and level from the edge. I have the same one you all have on TC. Timcast IRL. IRL. (laughs) What is
1: TC IRL? Twin Cities IRL? I'll tell you, though, I like the wobble.
2: Yeah, he likes it that way. Disco Jensen said 1984 society is crumbling, but at least we have internet, am I right? Well
1: yeah, like society's That's falling a comfort. Society's falling apart at the seams and we're having baby's first strip club, but at least we've got Wi-Fi
2: to and watch Netflix it crumble.
1: To watch society crumble. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Hobbit said, Ian, you always bring up the Roman the Romans. It might blow your mind to find out there are other historical cultures out there. Recommend studying some more.
1: Uh-huh. That was oh. clever. Uh, uh, like wh- what? Like what? Like what would you want him to Phoenicians. <laughs> uh uh-huh. Phoenicians?
2: High voltage 75 said, The Buffy movie was fun, Brett. It had Pee Wee Herman as a vampire and Christy Swanson. And most openly based woman in Hollywood was Buffy.
1: I think I've heard that, that Christy Swanson is, is based, but, uh, I'm just really in love with the TV show guys. You have to watch you have to watch the TV show if you have not watched Buffy the vampire Slayer yet it is truly a Feminist icon at a time when there were less Feminist icons on television and because it was done at a time when it wasn't so over the top It's done more deftly and handled with more care and the character just comes off infinitely better than it would ever come off if they tried to remake that show today. Mm-hmm. And I remember when they announced that they were going to race swap Buffy and make a new one, a bunch of the people, the same people who would yell at you for complaining about race swaps of characters were suddenly not happy when they were going to race swap Buffy.
2: Why don't we get to have like ditzy female characters?
1: Can't do that anymore. They have to be strong and like They'll never Wama. make an
2: I love Lucy again. Nope. Like a, a ditzy... But charming and genuinely clever, humorous woman who gets herself into insane situations, and then her husband comes home and saves the day. Sometimes that you know? should be you. Yeah, you could do that. Oh, you I can don't fake it. I'm not an actress. You can make it happen. I'll be <laughs> the
1: change. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I Like I said, I'm watching this show, CB Strike, and this the lead actress in the show. It's so great. She's uh, she starts out as like she gets hired as like basically a secretary to work for this private investigator and she's warm she's inviting she's kind but she's also really really intelligent but it never overshadows the intelligence of the main character because the focus at least at least in the early seasons i'm on seasons series one and two right now he is still very clearly the main character but these two this actor and this actress have such unbelievable chemistry together that you want to see them together in every scene but they push them apart in a lot of ways so like he's got to go out and investigate outside of the office and she's doing a lot of her own work in the office inside the office but whenever they do interact it's magic what is the show it's called cb strike oh yeah, yeah um yeah it's based off the robert galbraith novels I, I do recommend everyone everyone watch it uh mighty rack says brett should rewatch angel i'm actually watching angel for the first time it's a it's it's different i i don't know how like I'm not having the same... Like, I can get through a season of Buffy very quickly. I'm having trouble getting through the Angel episodes. It's a little bit more formulaic because it's like Angel moves to California and becomes an investigator. And it's like, it just doesn't... Like, I don't like the formula of it given that uh, Buffy doesn't have that same type of formulaic run to it. But I do love uh, David Boreanaz as that character. But I just... I would have liked if they had kept Cordelia... On on Buffy, but I do love that both Xander and Cordelia on each of those shows kind of go through like the best character arcs, meaning that Xander is like a learns to be a hero, despite the fact that he has no powers and his bravery comes from the fact that he's not super powered, meaning that Buffy is a hero but it doesn't take a lot of bravery all the time when you're kind of indestructible and you can't really be hurt and you heal really quickly. Xander is a mere mortal and can be hurt anytime something bad happens, but he still runs headfirst into danger, even if he's kind of a goof. Cordelia comes from money, and her family loses all her money because her dad never paid her taxes, so he was a tax hero. That's good. Um, and she kind of gets humbled, and you see a lot of it is her trying to maintain this, like, mean girl bravado that came from being a rich California girl that's been stripped of her as she tries to find her way in the world, despite the fact that she no longer has the shield of the money she once had. She's kind of ditzy in a way, but she's lovable. So they just don't make TV like they used
3: it to. It sounds like they have really well developed. Is
1: this from a comic book from before? It's from a book. I don't know if if it was based on a comic book. It's the Joss Whedon show from 1997. It sounds like they have really yeah.
3: well written characters. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, create, it's like... the
1: best. It's the best work Joss Whedon ever did, in my opinion. Uh, and he even there was an ep- I watched this episode recently with characters called the Unspeakables, where basically there's no talking for 27 minutes in the show because the villains suck the voices out of the characters. So you oh, get that's cool. Yeah.
2: They did one of the episodes of Mr. Yep. Robot without any line.
1: That's good. See, yeah. I, I like it when they They did one with themselves. no
2: cuts either. Yeah. One of the episodes with no cuts at all.
1: Likely there are cuts in there. They're just cleverly disguised. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Like
2: any time a camera,
1: a camera like hits a guy's shoulder and then suddenly comes back and just pulls back from the shot and it's just another angle. It's because, yeah, yeah it's, it's just used as a transition. Uh, it
3: looks like it was just based on the film, the 1992 yeah. film by Joss Whedon.
1: Yep. I love that show. So let's actually um, let's move on, and I just want to talk about the the Katy Perry thing, real just real quick. Okay, that cool. Yeah. That, okay. Uh, so we were talking. I thought Mary like would would have crazy opinions on this because it does feel like Hollywood. Thank you. Hollywood has a problem with motherhood. Would you agree? Clearly, they don't have a good idea of what motherhood should be. If uh, if Ireland Baldwin is throwing strip club baby showers. No, they don't. They they have a distorted idea of what motherhood is. But Katy Perry is a host on American Idol is accused of being a bully because basically she like shamed a lady for having three kids by the age of 25.
2: Yeah, she she acted like very performatively shocked when she found this out. The contestant told them and uh, it's weird because Katy Perry has publicly moved away from L.A., went to Kentucky, started her family, even voted for Rick Caruso. Yeah, you know. (laughs) And uh, now, you know, she's seen basically shaming this woman for not closing her legs. Yeah. (laughs) Essentially, like, I don't know how this is any, like, fundamentally different than slut shaming, but from a different perspective.
1: But it's also it kind of speaks to Hollywood's obsession with putting your career first.
2: She said like you've been on your back too much or something. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, basically, literally. like. And then then when she seemed to have a bias against the girl from the start, even though she was talented, because uh, it's not her dream to be, a, be singer. a singer because she's had children,
1: and they shame and the, the fact idea. that she would
2: assume that yeah. as well just because she's had children is crazy.
1: And they shamed the idea of motherhood at an early age. Like, I was reading some articles because they were talking about uh, that clip of the girl who said she wants to have cl- kids at 35. And, like, it was, like, with Fresh and Fit or something. They're like, your eggs are pretty much done for by 35. And I was like, is that true? Like, I didn't know the answer to that. Well, if we're that.
2: talking realistically, yeah. it's way harder it's way to have harder. kids at exactly. that age.
1: And, and, like, they were, like, they, there was all of these, like, weird propaganda articles. They are like, the perfect age to have a kid is the age between the age of 31 and 35. And I'm like... But then there's plenty of stuff that say that's objectively not true.
2: I remember like being in high school at a Catholic school with other Catholic girls, genuine believers who had all of the, you know, same values. Um, And I we started talking one day and I was like, when do you guys think that you guys want to have kids in the future? And they all said they wanted to have kids. Yeah like that's unanimous but they were all like 35 i think that should be about time 30 something 30 at least 30 and i'm like you're gonna are you serious it becomes a high-risk pregnancy and not only that but you know assuming we all hold the same views about premarital sex you're saying you want to be a virgin until you're 35. they make
1: movies about that about guys it's called the 40
2: year old virgin like that's terrifying yeah. i mean i think they were saying it because they don't understand you know how yeah. the real world works and like they were very pretty and smart women yeah. who obviously would get snatched up yeah and I probably have been by now um but it's just, like, the the naivete just, like, makes me feel bad for people. Is, is that just because schools no don't talk about
1: it? Schools don't talk My about it? My school
2: would have. I mean, yeah. I don't know what the, the... I guess it's just so pervasive, this idea that you need to wait until you're established in a careerist. Yeah. Um, to, like, then... F- your eggs? I mean, that's literally what's required
1: the dominating Hollywood narrative now is to put off anything family related first of all men hold you down anyways Hollywood tells you that that men hold women back from having their career as a mid-level executive or some type of uh, lawyer. Uh, so the, the Hollywood holds, tells you that you're held back and now they're telling you that the best thing you can do is either wait to have kids until you're 35, which becomes high risk pregnancy or what freeze your eggs and have in vitro, which are extremely cost costly and expensive.
2: And I think they're immoral. But yeah. I mean, I saw this this very sad video this morning of a woman who said she um, is divorced. She looked really young. Oh, I saw so, that video. Yeah, yeah. She's divorced and she looked really young. I was uh, shocked that she said she was 36 and she's like said, I've done the math. I don't have the time or the means to have children. And I, I wanted to, but it's just not, it's not going to happen. Yeah. And she was like devastated by this. And I just think like, these are the victims of, uh, you know, the girl boss mentality that is being promoted by people like Katy Perry. Yeah. People like Katy Perry, by the way, who have the means and the time, um, to do anything they want with their lifestyle.
3: So Katie used to demean that lifestyle, but now doesn't. No, she's got a kid. Even though
2: she has moved away from the city,
1: but they're do as I do. They're do as I say, not as I do. started
2: her family. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And, and, you know, of course with always the qualification that if they do start a family, it's not for everyone. Yeah. You don't have to feel like this is your, they always feel like like, they have
1: to like preface their statement.
2: Like like you don't have to preface and qualify like your life decisions, you know, Lately, yeah. that's what like
1: if you watch any videos about like uh people like who have kids they always all the comments are like look i'm not saying that having kids is for everyone but like you don't but have like to say i that.
2: had kids it's like did anyone f- looking at you having kids think oh so you're saying i should like no we, we <laughs> no had- one it's just like you know people's internal shame monologue
1: we had a comment the other day with somebody said like, uh, somebody said, it is objectively cruel to bring a child into this world because you bring them into a world of suffering and pain and you're not giving them the choice. And I just can't believe that level of, like, black pill.
2: That's a suicidal mentality. Yeah, it's
3: not enough. It used to be that they had to have kids even in the times of slavery and war and, and really horror, horror. You still had to have kids because yeah. otherwise there were, no, there were no humans. Yeah, who's going to fight in the wars anyway? There's so many kids that we don't need to reproduce like we used to genetically to enhance the yeah. species. So there's this. So
1: know, that makes Hollywood wreck. in itself, itself immoral. By pushing these narratives on purpose and this goes back decades and decades and decades like uh the the i was talking to someone recently about all, when girl boss music started becoming prevalent and at the very it's least bad bitch at the at the very least tlc talked about no scrubs in 1997 um, not, yeah. So there's a really funny thing where they're talking about how like they were like broke at the time and somebody's like they're out here like because like their record label screwed them over like they're out here shaming me for ro- for like uh, for carpooling with a friend and they don't have any money either like yeah. but but that's like that that narrative has put women on the defensive since at least the late 90s if not earlier and we wonder why society why birth rates are down why divorce is up and why we as a society can't figure out why men and women can't get along anymore and can't figure out where they fit in the world when and that's because that, hollywood is pushing it you know
2: it started in the in at least the late 90s it started earlier yeah. than that honestly but you know that's why i'm saying all the time even yeah. though i didn't live through the 90s that yeah. that relative time of peace could only have existed for a decade or less probably that's why it happened and yeah. you know you know, fluttered away and, and it's gone forever. It's I also not going to happen again.
1: I don't know if it's possible in the internet age because it had to, it required a certain amount of naivete about like the what was going on in these industries. And there's just too much democratization of information. You can get your information from too many sources now that there will be never be one solid prevailing narrative that guides the culture anymore. When you say like a,
3: an era of peace, you meant like militarily peace.
2: No. I, mean, I just mean culturally, there wasn't as yeah. much animosity between groups yeah. and before the internet, people argumented. didn't know. It, yeah. It, yeah, it
3: was it was like uh, it was like social. It was like before harmony. they go go and everyone runs into the arena at the same moment the 90s were like before they went mm-hmm. go like the yeah. internet was when they went <laughs> yeah. open all the gates and everyone comes charging <laughs> like the Hunger them. Games yeah. Yeah. Well, no,
2: so the, the example, running to the cornucopia I
1: have a funny example where I guess like, is, like there's a there's a video of like a Mariah Carey concert from like 1995 and it's more diverse than any college brochure <laughs> you've ever seen in your entire life
2: because she was so perfectly racially ambiguous she,
1: and she was uh, and she inspired people of all races creeds and go- there was like there was men women like, like literally Literally everyone was there, and it's the perfect microcosm of how Hollywood had achieved a certain amount of uh, harmony within the, helped create a certain amount of harmony within the culture, but I just think that now there's too many places to get information. There's too many ways in which victimhood has been monetized for people that will never achieve that again. I know that's kind of a not a black pill. Thing yeah, I don't to say. know if it's
3: a never thing. Yeah. It, what's happening though is like every culture on earth is is coming into conflict with every other culture. And you at the just same never time. were
1: always communicating with every culture all the time. It had never even yeah.
3: like you would be. It would be rare to have two different cultures. It, three. It would be rare to have three cultures interacting at once. Yeah. Ever. Ever. Because there was no, there was no global forum. It didn't exist. You had telephone. That was the only way to like talk to someone far away.
1: Well, and also think about like how many times in in the real world do you actually get into like a serious argument involving stuff like ideological beliefs and what you stand for as a person in the real world before the internet? That happened a couple of times in your life. Really. I would... I mean... I, I, maybe over dinner. You argue with people at dinner, and it's still easier to
2: in have In college, I did that a ton. The, the, but the, In high school, even. Did uh, what exactly? Argued with who? I mean, just nerds who like to debate about everything. <laughs> I thought that's what college but was supposed to be about. You go
1: through a phase with it then, right? Like, But you're not doing it every day. Now you do it every day. Now every day is a battle about what you believe and you have to argue yeah. with people that you disagree with. Society was never meant to function like
3: that. Uh, it never happened to me after 9 p.m. I mean, not yes. really there you go. until at <laughs> totally. the internet. Now totally. I'm on Twitter at 2 a.m. Yep. Like what It's
2: like life? eating it's just, after 8. It's yeah. the intellectual version, you know? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's not a healthy practice. Yeah, so stop Argue gorging. after 8. <laughs>
1: Like, I don't like like, mo- like luckily for me like I don't really come into contact with a lot of people who like want to argue with me about something because I'm not super politically vocal about stuff yeah. but people send me messages about like uh, th- this you said this this was stupid and I'm like okay well thank you for your feedback yeah, like, I, a- I
3: clearly disagree but that's fine we had a tight group of friends in high school that there were like 10 of us that we would argue about politics but it was all of it was coming from this insulated Caucasian like Cuyahoga Falls they called it Caucasian Falls it was like 98% (laughs) white people uh it was this insulated thing where like none of us really knew what communism was none of us really knew you know we were like we can all come together like no one had any idea that it had been tried before by the Bolsheviks like so we were all it was definitely even though we felt diverse it was we were all like from the same environment nobody had Chinese heritage no one had you know African roots any of that yeah so that was the internet That brought that stuff Into my life I mean theater school Was a little bit more diverse There was a lot of gay culture In theater school But it was still As, as diverse as like Northeast Ohio could be Yeah It was for, the internet the area Yeah internet, nerds. so wild We
1: love, we love theater nerds Alright Let's, Let's go to Super we got some Super Chats there
2: uh, I am what I am said about to start back work as a chief maritime engineer. Last time I'll be able to watch live for months. No crisis crew. Stay saucy.
1: No, thank you. Thank you for the we big, super, thank you for the big super chat. Thank and, you uh, so and, much. and hopefully you can at least listen. Look, I've been putting up the audio versions of the show now. So if you, if you can't watch the audio version of the podcast should be going up like within the hour after we're cool. done. So yes, uh, at the very least, take a listen if you can. We appreciate it.
2: Potatoes for Seamus sent us an ice cream cone. Thank you. Well, thank you, Seamus. Regatan said, Ian, try Monster Train, an innovative uh, STS alternative?
3: Oh, I have Monster Train. It was pretty good. It gets a little repetitive. There's not a lot of dynamic um, potential relative to Slay the Spire.
2: Steve Ryman said, "Want to have fun in the barcode store? Take a pen and draw a line through any barcode or <laughs> QR code. Use that trick on the local clerk with attitude." Uh,
1: have you ever seen that, uh, that that other the comedian who goes he goes he goes? You know what else isn't stealing? Putting a bike lock on someone else's bike. <laughs> he goes, you have, he's like, it's insane. Bike locks are even legal. Do you understand the power <laughs> you wield with your imagination and a bike lock? You can walk by a Baskin Robbins and just be like, you're closed.
2: <laughs> it's true. It's true. But, you know, people generally are have goodwill.
1: But just think about, like, like there are awful people in the world who would, who would do this. Like, it's one thing to steal your bike. It's another thing to just be like,
2: you your just, bike is not
1: going anywhere.
2: You could just, you know, handcuff yourself to the Twitter headquarters. There you go. Disco Jensen said Vanguard pulled out of ESG. It's a pretty big it's pretty big and a sign that things can change for meritocracy
1: like have we just like has, has like the financial sector just mastered like funny money bookkeeping so well now that we literally are in the post-profit era forever
3: well that the story with vanguard is that they they pulled out because it wasn't profitable esg they were like it's we're, this is not the future of finance we have to go back to Investing in what makes money not what is society thinks is important.
1: It's it's and sad it's like 50 that I have trillion
3: to, too. It's, it's a lot of money
1: It's sad that I have to look for Vanguard for common sense about anything Like I'm not really a huge fan of having to be like, oh, I love it when the capitalists act like capitalists Like they should all act like capitalists, but I don't need just Vanguard to do that I need all the other companies to understand that meritocracy is important as well.
2: Zach Oliver said the society that separates its scholars from its warriors will have its thinking done by cowards and it's fighting done by fools.
1: Yep. I like that quote.
2: Convincing reality said odd how male strippers is empowering to women. Drag strippers are empowering to queer people while female strippers (sighs) are objectified by the male gaze. That's actually
1: a really interesting way to frame it. I'll put it all next to each other. That's true.
2: Forms of stripping are degrading to all parties involved. Mark Reyes said, a lot of cameras track you and can see what you pick up or put back.
1: I'm. I'm telling you, that's. that's Depends good. Depends if
2: anyone's like, watching them.
1: I want to. I would like to go into one of those stores at some point, like to. Are one there of any the, nearby? I don't think there's any uh, out here. Okay. They're they're probably only in major metropolitan areas. Yeah. There's probably one in DC they're called but it's Amazon. Like, but those go. are like the
2: worst places to put them because they're the most likely to get looted. Wait,
1: what is it called? Amazon Go. Amazon is, Go. Okay.
2: And they there's also have Amazon DC.
1: Fresh. as uh, the they're so doing with groceries?
3: Fresh. Produce.
2: Oh.
1: Jeff Bezos is just going to just. Own everything at some point But
2: if you do Amazon fresh And it's the same way There's no way you can like Weigh uh, steak as bananas So Now I'm hungry (laughs) (laughs) Wayward soul said "Uh, Mrs. and I waited 36 and 40 Both work from home To raise our child at home During formative years Young parents have 9 to 5s And have to use daycare No way Yeah Dude They don't all have to Have 9 to 5s and use daycare I know young parents I, I
3: just looked up I'm sorry to interrupt. What was it? Go ahead. Uh, Amazon Go stores. They just closed eight of them. They just closed a store in Seattle, New York, and San Francisco. They're not they're, doing oh. Amazon to close eight Amazon Go stores. I bet they're losing so much money. People are just stealing, robbing the places. Rounding blind. error
1: for. I wonder. Rounding error for Amazon. Like 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 at one point, I like accidentally hit a button on a thing that said my package didn't arrive, and they just refunded it, even though it like ended up showing up.
2: Hey, don't give anyone an idea. Like, sell
1: other people's stuff and just take a cut. Yeah. That's the whole process.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, they have they sell their own stuff, too, but <laughs> it's bookstore.
2: not. Some bookstore. Gordon Shumway said, we will soon see the problems of shrinking birth rates in the next two decades. Watch Peter Zian's lectures. Ian, you have mentioned this before.
3: Zian, yeah, I like that guy Zian? a lot. Zihan, I'm not sure how he pronounces it, but he's a really, really smart guy.
1: And, and that's, uh, that runs counter to a lot of the prevailing narrative that we're in an overpopulation and that we, we need climate change yeah. Only the white policy. populations
2: are overpopulated. Hero Return of the Humans said, hey, guys, just launched this new full-length animated series trying to create some new counterculture. Did you plug Hero Return of the Humans for us, please? And thanks. Cheers.
1: Well, yes. Yeah. Go, um, go watch.
2: Go check that out. I haven't seen it.
1: Go check it out. Awesome. All right. Uh, Ian, my friend, thank you so oh, much for coming thanks, today. Brett. On a Wednesday. On a uh, we- mid-afternoon on a uh, Wednesday.
3: Wednesday. What's up? It's a weird one. Yeah.
1: Let everyone know where they can find you.
3: Well, tonight, actually, I'm going to be taking the evening off, but you can find me at iancrossland.net. Follow me at iancrossland anywhere on the internet. And uh, Monday through Friday, usually I like to take about a day off a week if possible. Uh, timcast IRL, that's youtube.com slash timcast IRL, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check it out. Follow me anywhere
1: else, man. Perfect. Thanks. Mary. Where can they find you?
2: You can find pictures of me on Instagram at mary archived and you can also send me hate on Twitter that is also mary archive.
1: What was it, it was uh, it was send me hate on Twitter and, and validation on Instagram.
3: Yeah,
2: validation on Instagram.
3: It was it was like it almost sounded like you were like you can find pictures of me on
1: OnlyFans not,
3: like <laughs> a, Never OnlyFans. What's up?
2: <laughs> Never OnlyFans.
1: Instagram. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Before we go, could you hit the like button? Could you subscribe to this channel if you have not done so already? Check back our old videos. Watch some of the clips if you can. The shorts, all that stuff. So hit the like button. I'm sorry, hit the notification bell. I always forget to say the notification bell. So that way you get notified anytime I release a new video or live stream. If you want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at Brett Dasvick. I'm on like on this show, we do so much critiquing and we have to talk about so much negative stuff all the time. My Twitter, I try to make it as positive as possible, so I'm talking about like shows that I like, things that I'm enjoying. I can get snarky about things once in a while, but I do want to talk about stuff that I actually enjoy, so follow me there if you would. For this show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you'd like to listen to the show, Amazon Music, po- uh, Apple Podcasts, Pandora and Spotify, uh, and then social media, Twitter, at PopCulture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at PopCultureCrisis, and on Instagram, at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. We will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then, guys. Bye. Bye.